Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join our cult. Hello and welcome to the throbbing, gristling episode of the Coldaholic Wrestling Podcast. You are listening, finally, after two-week absence, to the dulcet tones of Matthew. And I say, joined as always, but we've had more car changes than a WSW house show. So <laughs> joining us this week is Mr. Ross on wrestling. Ari Pal. How's it going? Ari Pal? That's what everyone wants to know. I Are did, you Al Reach Pal? I did tune in just to see what you do, and I was not disappointed. Well, yeah, Thank you. I bollocks it up the first week, because I practiced in the car I was doing, like in the car, just sitting there. You're practicing. That. So a smooth radio was on the on the, on the, on the radio. I was like, Al Reach Pal, welcome to the Cultaholic Video Podcast. And I balls it up the first time, stage fright, but nailed it the second time. But, but it's like me, though, if you balls it up. So that's fantastic. <laughs> what a method you? actor. How are you, though? No, genuinely fine now. I had... I got hit hard by COVID the first time. The first few days were really bad. And I'm like, oh, this is definitely COVID, right? Yeah. Fair enough then. Then a the week after that, it's just waiting, you know, mm. for the batteries to kick in. You're like, okay, up and at them and just nothing happening. So I thought, oh, this could be long COVID where I don't have any of the symptoms, but you still get hit by that. Yeah. But it's just been going less and less and less. So yesterday at his World Cup, I'm like, God, I'm in a good mood. <laughs> I'm happy. The sun's out. You heard Fraser's got COVID now? <laughs> Pass on the curse to him. <laughs> Bless him. Yeah. But yeah. Sorry. Uh, shout out to Fraser. Hope he's doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. I spoke to him today. He's, he's feeling rough, but he's got he's got yeah. an orange. So he'll be fine. <laughs> That's gonna do Jack Atkins' advice. I did follow your advice, by the way. Had, wow. had Morrison's bring me all these uh, bottles of LucasAid and some oranges. Yeah. That's mm. all he says. Just like anything. Eat an orange. You'll be fine. <laughs> he's not wrong. <laughs> And also joining us this week is lovely Andrew. How you doing, pal? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I was going to ask how you were as well. You look fantastic yesterday, Matthew, by the way. Your hair is looking fantastic. Thank you. It's a bit Ace Ventura-ish at the moment. No, minute, it looks so very good. Look, I'm just saying, he looks better. Just say, he's been off for two weeks, Thank bless you. him, with the COVID. Yeah, I, need, I, I need this encouragement, Ross. Building back up again, you know what I mean? No, it's lovely. I feel sad, honestly. It's 100% <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Yeah, now that's good. I'm glad that we're all doing well. And now I'm just on my toes again about, oh, right, COVID is a thing. Mm. You just get so used to it not being in your circles. Yeah. You know, it's you know, it's just for other people. But none of my family had it. None of my friends had it. So I was like, yeah, COVID schmovid. And now people keep on getting it again. You're like, oh, it is a recurring mm. thing that we just have to deal with. Yeah. Right. Oh, fair enough. But I've noticed, though, if you go to people who have had COVID in the past, all you do is like spend a lot. Oh, you thought it was bad for you. It was bad for me. Oh, <laughs> hey. You know, and it just becomes this little... Like melting thing, like oh, you've had COVID. Oh, do you, we've got so much in common. Do you want to go for a date? <laughs> it does. It does seem the strand that's going around at the minute is a, a, a pretty bad one because everyone who's had it here has had it for a, at least a few days mm. yeah. and a bit more, and it's come back in some cases. So that's that's the thing. Right now, I'm just appreciating what I've got because it can go any time. It's like a nice metaphor for life, I think. Yeah. 
Don't expect the rest of the podcast to be that deep. Uh, <laughs> but Ross, how the hell are you doing? I'm fine. Uh, just a bit sunburnt. Went down to Ipswich last weekend. It was 30-odd degrees. Don't Ooh. deal well with there. Left, I don't know if people know Ipswich Town Centre. Do you know Ipswich Town Centre? I don't. It's a revolution, right? The bar. We have a, I went there for a oh. zombie. That wasn't a revolution. <laughs> There's a revolution. Ipswich. Uh, <laughs> it was one of them. Coming out of the revolution bar after a lovely zombie, though. I saw in person, for the first time in my life, a naked group cycle. Oh. One of those, all over 60, 65. There was two ladies there, must have been about 20 men. I saw each and every one of their dicks apart from one because he had a mankini on. That was nice of him. It was nice of him, yeah. So that was a nice day, um, and I've not stopped thinking about it since. So that's how my week has been. Is that not illegal? I don't know, but they were literally on the road, just in a nice line. <laughs> <laughs> I think At the, least they were orderly, right? Yeah, I think the man with the mankini was leading the charge, which I thought was a bit disrespectful because he was covering his todger. Mm. I mean, yeah, get mm. out for his pal, will you? Um, but yeah, saw one of them for the first time, so that was great. Mm. All well shaven down there, to be fair to them. Oh, that's Must good. be using Manscaped. Who uh, don't sponsor this podcast? Oh, oh we're screwing them. Should do because they sponsor every other podcast, don't they? So, yeah. so if, if you've seen a, an old man's winky, let me know. I'd, I'd try and get some interaction going on the on the comment section down there. Yeah, that's what you do it, Ross. Yeah, just stop me talking now, <laughs> Andrew. How are you? Um, well, I didn't see any old men winkies, unfortunately. Uh, but over the weekend, yeah, went into town. Uh, me and Joanne just got some donuts and chilled out in uh, in the town centre, catching a little bit of the rays. And then it got too much both being really pasty white people, so we just stayed indoors and played games for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> and that's literally that's that's literally been me, getting uh, back into the swing of things again, because we had like two pay-per-views back-to-back, didn't we, for a bit? Uh, we had Forbidden Door and the Money in the Bank. Really busy, but then, uh, yeah, just, just working on some stuff. It's been nice and quiet for me. What about you, Matthew, other than COVID? Uh, what you want? Deep Space Nine and Ooh. finally being Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Oh, After years nice. of just knowing the memes and references because mm. now it's back. Like COVID, these scoops are coming back every few years, mm. Metal Gear Rising. So I played it last night and I thought that was part of the reason I was so happy because I'm like, I'm so hyped for this. It's I can't good. wait to be doing it. It's really good. Oh. People so always... glad you're on the podcast and Ross can just be like, all right. I cool. know. Yeah. <laughs> People put on it, but it's good. Yeah. Yeah. What do you reckon? Uh, it's fantastic. Yes. yes. Uh, they, they, even Ross knows. Beat up all the fellas while listening to some proper, like, you know. That's right. I know my games. Yes. Uh, You're so clever. That music. Fantastic, isn't it? We said that for any game. (laughs) FIFA. Oh, a bit of that. (laughs) Anyway, apparently, well, lots of notes because you've been doing the news. You did last week as well. Jujimu does this. So we have your news and also the news I have. I just thought I was, you know, Jack's not here because Jack's on holiday this week, by the way. He's he's not ill. He's having a great. I mean, why is he gone? Quite frankly, he should just stay here. The sun's been plentiful here. Mm. Why why spend all that money going abroad? eh? But he's fine, so I thought I'm doing all of his notes as well. I might as well just do the full shebang. Oh, well, that's as Ricky very nice Martin of you. once said, shebang, shebang. And you oh, meant just a baby, big... shemove, shemove. <laughs> that's a guilty pleasure of mine. I've got to be honest with that song. I know it's rubbish, but I love it. Anyway, the news this week: Vital Select reporting today that non-wrestling organisers like conventions, etc., inquiring about Mercedes Varnados. Am I getting that right? Probably. Yeah, this is <laughs> Sasha Banks. Um, availability were quoted a firm, specific rate. Wrestling promoters, however, were told that she was only taking non-wrestling bookings until January 1st, 2023. Now, yeah. it's interesting because Fightful said they're not able to confirm if it's due to contractual obligations or personal reasons. So mm. we still don't know if she's out the company or not. Uh, it's No one's confirmed anything. They really haven't said anything. Raj from... Uh, Raj Giri. That's yeah. him. 
um, said it, but then no one's denied it. No one's mm. able to double confirm it. It's so weird. It is weird because it literally could go one way or t'other at the moment because we have seen in the past them the WWE superstars allowed to go on these conventions and whatnot. Yeah. I don't know which ones they're allowed to do in the, if this is one of those series, if this is a series of conventions, I don't know. Or this could be a no-compete uh, mm. play here in January. It's up and then she can take wrestling bookings once again. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Certainly is. It'll probably be finalised by the time this podcast goes out. <laughs> yeah. uh, ESPN, former WWE champion Big E, consider himself very grateful that doctors have said he will make a complete recovery Mm. from a broken neck he suffered during a March match uh, despite a recent setback that will keep him out of the ring for at least a year. Quote, I have no issue whatsoever with Ridge, says Big E. He's reached out and said some very kind things. What we do is dangerous and that there, there are inherent dangers. And to that degree, we all kind of know what we sign up for and it was unfortunate that it went down that way. But I'm not dead. I'm alive. I'm doing well. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Look at that positivity from Big E. And the gaps have been filled in on his cheeks. <laughs> the gaps have been filled in his cheeks. His beard connects now. He's... Oh, oh, does it? Oh, he just needed not a few. those cheeks, Matthew. What do you like? <laughs> <laughs> but like, we read the news, obviously. I don't think it was last week or the week before where it was like they were going to check what the crack was after one year, so next oh. March. Mm. So it's good to hear he's going to make a full recovery without the need of surgery and whatnot. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, there was the talk for a little bit where he was like, oh, it's not, it's perhaps not sort of mending as, as well or some certain bits weren't fusing as Ossifying. well as they should. Yeah, mm, that's the one, Dr. Well Ross. Thank you. Um, and obviously, but Biggie has just been absolutely just so so upbeat about everything, mm. like given the circumstances. So it's really nice to see that things are actually going his way now. Absolutely. Happy. What a ray of sunshine he is. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, Karen Cross tells NBC Sports Boston Steve Fall that there were preliminary discussions about bringing back the corporate ministry. <laughs> Quote, I had ideas about bringing back the corporate ministry. That was one of my final ideas that I had. I had a series of writers on board for that who thought it was a very good idea. I thought pitching those ideas would be cool because there's some nostalgia to it. We do look at WWE right now. You know, with all these crazy conspiracy theories that are always going around about historic businesses and stuff like that and cults and evil companies and stuff like that. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Brian Kendrick. <laughs> Moving on. Fightful Select notes no further information on the proposed women's tag team tournament provided to those backstage and that there hasn't been even discussion. <sighs> about the titles since the initial announcement. Many seem to think the titles are goners. Now, on one hand, they a lot of people put a lot of prestige in these things for the fact that they exist and mm. think it's a good thing. However, if they're going to show the kind of attention that they have shown the last few years, which was every title reign apart from when Bailey and Banks had it, I think it would be better if it doesn't come back because yeah. I haven't noticed them not being there. And if they're going to treat me like rubbish, then why bring it back? We've got obviously a history of, of the company and Vince McMahon himself being quite petty. So I would have thought after what happened with Sasha Banks and Naomi, this would have been the period of time where those women's tag team championships would have been treated like the UWU. Mm. But they're not. And I think that speaks volumes because, for, as you say, apart from that summer of 2020, wasn't it, during lockdown, they just haven't given a toss about them whatsoever. Right. Yeah. So they probably are better off just not being there. Yeah, yeah. I agree. What do, you, what do you reckon to them perhaps maybe like just merging... The main roster tag belts and the NXT women's tag no, belts. No, no, no. And then being able to like go back and forth between the Don't brands. you muddy the crystal no. clear waters of NXT 2.0 with Wait, main roster what happened, this week? what happened this week with the women's tag team titles? What happened this week, Andrew? Well, the women's tag team titles. Uh, I'll tell you what One happened. of them turned on the other one. That, that Triple H has come back to work and he's ruined yeah. everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, everybody. I'm joking. He's not. But you've made a good point. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, 
While Santana appears to be counting down the days until his AEW deal is up on Twitter, just keep, has he really? Just tweaking he keeps numbers, posting yeah. like, yeah, 100 and whatever days to uh, yeah. keep going down. I even noticed this. Yeah. Oh, really? oh, okay. Uh, Conan has claimed on the Keeping It 100 podcast that Santana and Ortiz, quote, are not on good terms. What? The pair haven't had a two-on-two tag team match since losing to La Rebellion uh, Amarillo. Mm. This is best you see. Oh, whatever, it doesn't care. <laughs> L-A-W-E, Ascendia on February 19th. Have you not had a proper tag match since then? No. I did that myself. I looked at cage match yeah. and did all the buttons and whatnot. And that's the February the 19th was the last two-on-two tag team match. Right. And it wasn't even for AW. So I guess there's yeah. some credence to this this quote here from Conan. Yeah, mm. I would usually be like, oh, Conan's talking. Come on. But he's, the he's, got, every, he's got evidence to back <laughs> yeah, it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fair enough then. It's oh, weird doing it because so yeah, because you just just the way they have been like for the longest time that we've known them, they've just been like you would think they were like literally brothers. Yeah. yeah. But then you realize oh they haven't actually done wrestling like two on two for a little while, so maybe there is something to this. I don't know why Conan would lie, <laughs> but well things have happened, haven't they, in the past? All wrestlers <laughs> lie. But mm, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But if one of them's tweeting about when he's leaving, that's. It's a shame it's a that they, they should have helped. We all say this. They I mean, should have the tag team titles at least once. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was thinking as well. Yeah. Um, we we had that little bit as well. Do you remember for Blood and Guts where they were doing the promo? And I think, I can't remember who it was who said it, but they mentioned Eddie Kingston's got like Ruby. Oh, it was Ruby Soho. She was like, uh, he's got Claudio and he's got Ortiz, but there was no mention of uh, of oh, Santana at all about him being his friend or anything oh, okay. like that. So that was a bit... Bit weird, wasn't it? Poirot sat here. Wow. Hello. It is me, Poirot, oh. on my butt. <laughs> what? I thought he was on the train, didn't he? <laughs> I'm sure there's one where he's on the Nile. He's on the Nile on one yeah, of them. That's right. Fair. Yeah. Well done. Thank Can't you. Can't take a train down the Nile. <laughs> you could he try. Try <laughs> for its murder. <laughs> Paul White is told Wrestling Inc. Captain Insano will be back. Yes. Uh, the guy who wrote The Water Boy has approved. Tony Khan and I have secured the rights to Captain Insano. I remember this being a thing ages ago. There's already an outfit made, the whole nine yards. We're doing a lot of prep work, and this will be my last hurrah, so to speak. We you mean your last? You've already had one hurrah. <laughs> Let's be honest, I don't think this character's going to be a killer going out there trying to beat John Moxley for the AW world title. At this point, I think this character is just to have fun. We'll see how it goes. But for me right now, this is just a chance to have fun with this character and be a bright spot on the show. We'll see how I'm feeling. We'll see how everybody takes off with it. Follicks doing being a baby face if that happens or when it happens. He just needs to be going around and laughing, laughing at all the at fans. Everyone, right? yes. Pathetic messes that we are. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see him go against John Moxley now. Do you I can't remember if like one of his catchphrases is uh, Captain Insano shows no mercy or something. Like, why? Just absolutely have a death match with John Moxley. I want to see that. I want to see that. So picture. do I now. You said it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, John Moxie, how old are you? Why? Just laughs before he says it. According to the Tribune in India, the great Carly <laughs> has been accused of slapping a toll worker in, oh, here we've gone, uh, Latania, I think, following an argument. A video of the incident shows Carly arguing with the toll workers, but no alleged slap is shown in the video. Carly on Instagram typed, Hello, friends. Yesterday, while going to Carnal, Toll tax employee of uh, Philar stopped my car and misbehaved for a selfie. When I denied the selfie, he ruthlessly passed racist, oh, turn the page, uh, comments. Also used bad words. That's all I want to say. Thank you. And then it's that. So, namaste. Uh, Okay, Great Khali beat up people. I know, I saw the headline he, on Fightful the, the other day and I got excited thinking, oh, I can't wait to see Great Khali just slap some 
tall worker around. And he put the video on and they've blocked the road off so he can't get his car through, which I guess is why they want to get the signature. Just mm, go to right. that sort of length to get the... And he just gets out and just moves the thing. Yeah. <laughs> and he just like sort of goes like that to one of the tall workers who tries to stop him to move the, the barricade they've built. So... I don't know what to make of this. Obviously, know. it's terrible if they've done the things he's alleged yeah. there. So yeah. it's it's difficult because it looks like the video starts halfway through. Obviously, this yeah. altercation, right. so we don't really know the full context of what's going on. But just the fact that Carly gets out of the car and moves the <laughs> is the best. Got, like, stay back and just moves. <laughs> That's as far as it goes. That's so good. Yeah. <sighs> Natalia no Gate. Matt uh, Kemge, I think, Kemke. on YouTube, uploads video of Natalia pointing her finger aggressively towards Liv Morgan immediately after eating the pinfall in the match against the new SmackDown Women's Champion. In a now-deleted tweet, Natalie said, I'm breaking character right now. I actually said thank you, if you must know. I saw this, and it's it's so weird whenever there's like anything involved with women's wrestler, suddenly there's essays being written, people mm. analyzing frame via frame. If you look here at frame 34, Natalia blinks. How disrespectful. <laughs> but... It is weird because I didn't look at that and think it was anything out of the ordinary until people make up their own little narrative for it. Wait, nah, she took the finisher and then uh, like half a second after the three calls, be a three count's been hit, mm -hmm. she goes up and yeah. then rolls out the ring. She, she knows sold it, Matthew. Let's not, you know, we can defend the lady she went, she went, when it's warranted. You're pretty good. Not deep for <laughs> any reason. She, there was something weird happened there. Something happened during that match yeah. and, uh, that upset Natalia and she went at the end of the thing. <laughs> So, I don't know. I thought there was something to it, personally. She was, she, you know what was going on through her head? I can't believe I lost. I'll get you next time. <laughs> I'm telling on you. I was saying on the news, like, because she did that interview with Ariel Helwani uh, before oh, yeah. uh, the last pay-per-view. Well, Memory in the Bank, that's what it was. And she was saying that like, she's been everyone's best friend for all the time in, in the company, and she's been doing the right thing for the company, being the company gal. Now it's time for it to be selfish and whatnot for the betterment of her career. So I was like, oh, she's just doing it now. Doing the old Austin Aries routine from back mm. in the day. That'll get her some checks and championships. <laughs> yeah. She's controlling her narrative. That's right. In a non-televised house show. <laughs> Natalia's like, now's the time. <laughs> Damn it. One, one guy filmed it. Oh, well. <laughs> Tony Khan shuts down Danielson return. Speaking of New York's post, uh, Joseph Staszewski. I had to, <laughs> Stop it. I had talked to Danielson on Wednesday. We were in St. Louis for Road Rager, and I talked to Brian. Brian was like, I feel effing great. I'm ready to come back and I'm going to fight Zack Sabre. We're going to do blood and guts. Let's do, uh, uh, let's effing go, man. When I talked to him the Saturday, eight days before the pay-per-view, he's not doing as well. So immediately he was like, you're not wrestling. If you're not feeling great eight days out, I don't care if you have seven straight days. I'm shooting you down until further notice. He has scans coming up. I'm like, I don't care what they say. They could be perfectly clear. Yeah. That's amazing. That yeah. Brian Danielson was wanting to go and it just shut him down completely, which is good news to hear, obviously. Yeah, very good it's news. good to see the improvement from AEW mm. from the last time. It was a big hoo-hoo about when Matt Hardy took that horrible bump and yeah. they went, Matt Hardy, you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Well, I said he's fine. It's like, no, no, no. Mm. no. Someone, someone needs to be Big Daddy Tony. Yeah, go, I feel no, like... No, son, I'm deciding you're not doing it. I feel... Yeah, I, th I think it's a really good thing, but it, as well, because I feel like Danielson would be that kind of person with his leg off. Like, his leg yeah. would be dangling off him, but I feel, I feel fire, I'll go fire yeah. now. And Jack Atkins would appear. Eat an orange, Brian. <laughs> yeah. He'd be fine. <laughs> Rubbing, pouring Lucas in on it to watch it heal up. Yeah. <laughs> the Black Knight from uh, Monty Python. It's fine, yeah. fine. Yeah. But no, it's, it's it's good to hear that this kind of thing, you know, a, a lot goes, a lot of thought goes into it, and yeah, to to stop any further damage happening. It's mm. nice. It's like yeah. a alcoholic as well. It's like, look, I'm, I'm sneezing, I'm not feeling too good. Check up, no, get, get get the hell out, get away from do me. Not, do not yeah. show up. Uh, people inside a Curtis. Axel and Ari Davari have been relieved of their producer duties. You'll never guess why, Mafu. The quote from Cultaholic.com, not sure what the source is. The prevailing belief, quote, is the pair were released due to budget cuts. Aye, aye, aye. 
<laughs> there was no word on if either man we brought back into WWE at some point, nor if there are any more backstage releases planned. Who is Vince McMahon paying off now to warrant two <sighs> salaries going like that? Because I know that people, you know, shops like Argos and whatnot bring in shift workers at Christmas mm. time because obviously the demand's mm. a lot busier and whatnot. So maybe they've done that there for WrestleMania season with those two. I guess it just ended. A little, I don't know how long they've been there, but, you know, I think they were in for WrestleMania mm. just to help with the yep. workload. So I don't know if it is anything to to report about, but it is weird how they would cite budget cuts, whatever source cited that. Yeah. Yeah. It's and bollocks, isn't it? They always, they've always said that. It's like, oh, yeah, you know. But it came up uh, record record highs during the yeah. COVID period. And he went, well, you know. <laughs> that's that's his reasoning. Yeah. Well, you know. Nick Khan's like, I've been told to get the money up, so mm. that's what we're doing. <laughs> All right, the right was also, whilst being a WWE producer, appearing on AEW. Yeah. Which was fascinating. Yeah. He's probably, nah, I'm a producer for this company, but I can wrestle for the other ones. Well, like, I'm sure that won't affect or annoy anybody in yeah. the slightest by doing that. Well, I mean, God knows what goes. I don't know what's going on, do they? Because Progress has got a go-go on there, and they every single time now. Oh, AEW's yeah. a go-go, and Progress is on the network. But then the, that gets cut out, yeah, and then yeah. so does Gresham. They don't know whether they're S or Y their watch, do they? As Stone Cold yeah. might say. <laughs> That's one of his catchphrases, which I don't understand. He didn't know where to ask or why and just watch. S S H I T. Oh. We're on YouTube now. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Why. I wonder what you meant. Like, you just go or wind his watch instead. Like, yeah. what? It just makes a noise, that Austin. <laughs> yeah. I'm Sammy Snake. What? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Ava Ryan. Was it Ava Rain, I think? Ava Ryan. I like the right? caller. Yeah. Lovely Cockney lass. <laughs> Have a ride. Have a ride. Oh, right there. Oh, have right. a ride here. I'm the final girl, and I'm the daughter of Dwight the Rock Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Big news, though. She cut her first ever promo in an, did, yeah. in an NXT live event. Apparently, Tom was saying on the news video the other day that uh, people took the Twitter and went, maybe this wrestling thing isn't for her after her first oh, ever live promo. Oh, come on. <laughs> like I said, overanalyzing women's wrestling. <laughs> it's like Dwayne the Rock himself. Yeah, he took a couple of years to find this stride, but after one promo, that's it. <laughs> Get her out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Rhea Ripley this headline is from the Metro oh no uh, Rhea Ripley shares natural selfie of a heart monitor after confirming brain and teeth injuries she last wrestled on June 6th uh, nearing herself in the head quite brutally mm. was strolling to the outside and as a result needed dental surgery has been out of action with brain and teeth injuries since then over the weekend she shared a selfie of herself without her trademark hair dye or makeup said showing fans a temporary heart monitor she's worn during her time away My bloody hell yeah, yeah it is it's such an Innocent looking bump as well. Mm. Until she so. need herself in the mouth. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. A foot mad how it happened, isn't it? How a foot just bounced off the bottom rope and need herself yep. down. She's got mm. dental, brain, and a bloody heart monitor now. I don't know what the heart monitor is for, so. Probably the heart. <laughs> Cheers, Matthew. Sorry. But yeah, God, I hope she's doing all right. The Netflix documentary series mm. on Vincent Mann has been cancelled, which doesn't make a lot of sense because, uh, well, there's plenty to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Well, were they like, oh, you know, now's not the time. We're not going to get any ratings or hits from this. Yeah, mm -hmm. just like, get the dark side of the ring, lads, on the blower. I know they were meant to be working with the company, weren't they? Yeah, but they let's, were. Let's oh. sever that tie. Let's forget about money and real-life implications. Yes. Let's just sever that tie and make the documentary everyone wants to see. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. uh, John Cena will not be wrestling at SummerSlam 2022, even though they hinted heavily that they were going to have an Austin Theory yeah. uh, match. Uh, Cena has said he's going to be doing Peacemaker Season 2. And is that, is that so. good? Is it? Uh, I haven't. Well, I've heard it. Everyone's really told good. me it is. Yeah, everyone says it. it's really good. I haven't watched it. He's a real life superhero. He is. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> stop it! Keep bringing that over. <laughs> also, Io Shirai, uh, Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer. You may have heard of him. Said that 
she's pretty much got her foot out the door. She's pretty much gone. And then EO tweeted something on the lines of "lol rumors." Yeah, it was that yeah. was angry. It, it was rumors with the sick emoji. Yeah, because apparently she wants to go. This is what Melty was saying last week that she's going back to Japan to be closer to her family or something like that. Yeah, and obviously because her contracts run out, whereas um, Kyrie Sane's was still running, so they made her an ambassador. An ambassador mm. yeah. for a similar sort of reason. She'd just be cut three and doing whatever she wanted. Yeah. So I think she should go. I think as much as we love NXT 2.0, Matthew, mm. I reckon Io Shirai is maybe a step above. <laughs> just maybe. Just, just maybe. I saw on Twitter, right, doing the rounds, was that, um, was I think one of the moves from back in the, back in day, where it was like the backflip stomp, like the moonsault yeah. off oh, yeah, the top yeah. rope. She's bloody good. Bodie Hayward can do that. Yeah. I don't know why I said that like that. Bodie, Bodie Hayward. Hayward. <laughs> Bodie. That's how The Rock's daughter says it. <laughs> and finally, the big week of wrestling news. Uh, wrestle Economics or WrestleNomics. I can't remember how they do their name. I've been a WrestleNomics. Yeah. yeah. Did a lovely little YouTube video discussing a lot about the WWE video library gets put together on the different uh, uh, old companies and video, all these extensive libraries that they mm. get a hold of. Did reveal that Apparently, the reason why there's so little Georgia Championship Wrestling footage was because, allegedly, as soon as Ole Anderson heard the news that Vince Mann had bought the tape library from them, he went out in his backyard and burned all the master tapes. <laughs> oh, my God. That's not like him. That doesn't sound like Ole Anderson at all. He seemed like such a well-mannered, measured human yeah. being. <laughs> Just a reminder, when they put the four horsemen in, we're doing the stables in the Hall of Fame, they made sure, even though Ole Anderson was in the very first version, they did, like, the second or third one with Barry Windham. It's like, no, no, Ole, no. He would have took a dump on the stage, wouldn't he? Yeah. Mate, just for the crack. <laughs> that would have been good, man. though. Give him a live mic in just 10 <laughs> seconds. Is he, He's still going, isn't he? What's he doing still these alive. days? Being yeah. miserable. Just being miserable. Just held together with hate. The only thing I've seen of him like in recent years is that shoot interview where he's in his grumpy chair just doing a shoot interview like an old man I would think do. I've seen that, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, he's asking... There's one he did with Rob Feinstein. God, I'm sorry to bring his name up. But he... Just kept saying, like, you know, who was the owner of this? And Rob's just not used to what he's like this. And the guy's, like, getting mad. He's like, no, you idiot. <laughs> just killing him. He's just trying to make a point. He's like, you know, right? And the guy's like, uh. I've just realized they might have based Angry Feral on in AEW off Oli. He's living in Cody's garden with a fire. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I thought he'd done this. Were you burning? Oh, nothing. He's got a Georgia team. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, well, there's a lot of other news to go through, but we'll talk mm. that through the rest of, the, of this podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. Let's go on to the next segment. Yeah. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Ah, now it's time for everyone's favorite segment, the Hall of Fame. And I say everyone's favorite segment, I did get told via the grapevine, aka my Twitch chat, that apparently people have been uh, fuming on the Patreon polls when my animal picks have been up. There was two comments last week. Oh, there two. Was, <laughs> but those two comments, Matthew, and I don't want to, you know, this is heavy stuff, this. They both oh, had four likes. So there's the, there's the potential for 10 people to have had, take numbrage with your animal picks week on week on week. So just consider that this week. I love that. They might lynch you. Yeah. <laughs> I love that on a poll where there's different things to vote for. They complain about one of the picks. I'm like, then vote for one of the other ones. <laughs> but I love that. You know what? That sounds like wrestling fans. Happy it to does. have you. Uh, in condescending order from last week, uh, Jack Atkins bringing uh, Hasbulla. Am I getting the name right? Yeah. I know who it is. To the office at 24%. I've seen a little... A little lad. He's, yeah. going, he's a little lad. 
His little boy. Apparently his girlfriend won him at a raffle or something and he brought him in to act as security <laughs> for the office. <laughs> like actual has butter. He won him in a raffle. Yeah, just the real boy. <laughs> just in cardboard form. That's 34%. The noble caps lock key, 32%. Ooh. Big controversy. But clear winner. Curly Whirly Chocolate Bars. Ooh, Corly Whirly. Little my... chocolate ladders. I, for, yeah, I forget, I... just because I used to just love hearing Fraser say Curly Whirly in his lovely, yes, you his lovely accent. And I don't know how that led to Adam getting him a box of Curly Whirlies, but it did. But we had a stock, a stock of Curly Whirlies upstairs mm. for the longest time. They ran out last week. Fraser was having one a day. I had two before I realised they were gone. I was devastated. Oh, one a day? No wonder he's sick. <laughs> Massive, little them, um, but I just forgot how good they were. So I was like, they deserve to Wait, go. Wait, are they like? Do you remember how big they used to be? They've got. They were like, like rulers. Oh, it's just, it's just we sound were. like really old people. Hey, and then we're curly whirlies. But weren't they, were they like dead? They were like a ruler yeah. before. Yeah. There must have been a good twenty-seven. Yeah, yeah. I'd say. yeah. But now, uh, now they're more like a fifteen. I'd say. Really? Yeah, just like them little sharing. There were things like. If you had to escape from prison, you just get five of them and tape them up and you get them <laughs> on the train pipe. <gasps> Fraser puts them in the fridge, I think he said last yes. week, which I don't agree with. I do. Did he say that, Dan? If I misremember that. Yeah. Someone put them in the fridge. You anyway, put them in the fridge. No, you, you don't, put them man. in the you fridge. Want the, you want the caramel inside to be nice put, and soft. But like, oh, cold chocolate, though. Oh, it's so oh. good. Yeah, but you've hardened the caramel. I, li- I quite like that, though. I'm a monster. You are a monster. I'm a monster. See, my mate went the other direction and he would put... Snickers, mini Snickers, in the freezer. In the freezer? Did you put a window out with them? <laughs> I think, yeah, you have to wait until the... <laughs> uh, you know, take your molars out. But when it's... You know, when you get coffee, coffee is too hot to drink to begin with. You have to mm. wait for it to cool down. It was like that almost. You you had a lot of comfort waiting for it to oh, heat up. Oh, okay. It's got a thermometer around, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the ones that you push it yeah, in, yeah. in the barbecue. It's rich minus six, it's time. <laughs> anyway, curly whirly chocolate bar is a good pick there. Uh, no animals involved in that whatsoever. Who was it? Was it, it was me. I... Fantastic. Was nice, you can so... lead the charge like the Light Brigade into this week's Hall of Fame segment. What have you got for us? Well, I like a wrestling theme. I do. <gasps> An entrance theme. Ooh. And there's a new theme hit the airwaves this week, which has blown me away. And I tweeted last night that along with Daft Punk's new single, Get Lucky, it's the sound of the summer for 2022. And it's Angelico, Angelico's new theme. I said Angelica there. From Rugrats. Angelica from Rugrats' new theme. And it's called Voel Die Vibe Van Dag, which obviously must be some sort of South African thingy. I don't yeah. know what the right word is there. I do apologize to any South Africans watching. Um, but it is amazing. It debuted on this week's Dark or Dark Elevation. I forget which one it was. And Taz and Excalibur were blown away by it. And then one of them said, we have to shut up and just listen to this. Mm. And they did so. But it's Aww. fantastic. I don't know how to describe it. It sounds like it came out in 1998 to me. Mm. But it's like a nice chill. Sorry for touching you there, Matthew. <laughs> but it goes well with his, you know. It's like great it's wide, it? It's feng his shui. His jacket on and everything, yeah. like coming down to the ring. But it's Very it's good. it's a theme that immediately, in my eyes, elevates Angelico to at least the All Atlantic Championship level. Oh, it's that good. They've only put this the first bit. I say bit the first couple of minutes on on YouTube, so the full version is not yet out there. Is where Satya now, mm. but I can't wait for it to be so. So that was made specifically for him. That's yeah. not a song before, because it sounds like a proper, like a proper I, song. I've, I've, I've said that with great confidence, Andrew, but yeah. I don't know. Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll soon find uh, out. You see, Mr. Ruckus of AEW was hitting his stride with the themes. Uh, I think. Yeah, he's, he's getting into that Jim Johnston territory where mm. the theme fits the wrestler mm. rather than mm. going, oh, YouTube Music Library. Mm. That one will do. Go on then. Tight with their backstage AEW. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good pick because right. he's got a fresh 
uh, paint of lick, as Bruce Butcher likes to say, mm-hmm. where given that Jack Evans has gone, and now it's like, all right, Angelico, still like you, you're already recovered. It's a new theme. Oh, he's mm. unique as well. Get him on the on that mm. theme just he's to hear it every week. Mm. Yeah, dead good. Mm. That's what we think we're like after a few zombies. Oh, on Ipswich Town. What are zombies? Is that the one with the cream in it? No, 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 what's no, that no. One no. I don't even know what's in it. To be honest with you, I just like it. What's in a zombie? I it was ask. one where it was like cream in a thing. It's just pictures of zombies. What is? Yeah, it's, it's a mythical a undead corporate. <laughs> 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 Might need narrow it down. Let's have a look. People are going mad in the comments here. A zombie. It's red, not orange. So we'll go with this one here. Um, zombie. A tiki drink by legendary bartender. I don't care who it's by. Just what's in it. Um, oh, it's nice about the author of three down, three different it? rums: Jamaican, Puerto Rican, and one five one proof. Oh, fresh good. lime juice. Phalan- phalanum grenadine that's why that's at grenadine mm. and a few drops of anise anise flower liqueur flavoured liqueur Don's mix is seen Don <laughs> but apparently it's by uh, legendary bartender and restaurateur Don Beach of of Don the Beachcomber so we learned there yeah. nice so they, they send you west though they're fantastic yeah. fantastic two, that's or, from a cocktail. two or three of them you're a bit like can you taste the alcohol, or is it one of them ones that's deadly, you taste the where you just neck it back? It's one of those ones, it's like the, the Tomahawk Sour, Tomahawk Steakhouse oh. here in Newcastle. It gets my face mm. going. <laughs> and everyone thinks I'm having a bad time, but it's not just the t- taste sensation. Mm. My mouth is in sixes and sevens. I just don't know which way to go, so I'm always oh. like... <laughs> fantastic drink. Lovely. Fully recommend. So that was Angelico's new theme mm. with a side of zombie. Uh, yes. Voel die vibe van dag. There it is. Nice. That's the title. Beautiful. Got it. I'm glad you said it, not me. <laughs> okay, Andrew, I'll go next. Um, so mine is, again, it was one of those ones where I sit there and go, what am I going to nominate for the Hall of Fame, knowing that I'm going to be on the podcast this week? And um, just scrolling through my phone, what we're going to go for. And then I come across a man, a man who is a, a hero in Yorkshire. Um, unfortunately, one one half of the Chuckle Brothers. If anybody knows the Chuckle, if the American if audience, knows. the American audience not might not know who they the Chuckle BBC Brothers is. Over there, they would have seen. Them. But Paul Chuckle's Instagram is just a treasure trove of oh, no. incredible stuff. Dan, if you could pull up, uh, pull up the Instagram hey. page now, Paul. Living his best life these days, right? Obviously, Barry Chuckle, rest in peace, God bless his soul. Um, he passed away of a few years ago. And since then, Paul, but I'm not saying this is directly involved in because Barry has passed away, but Paul is now living his absolute best life. He's a DJ and he does all He's these DJ word. sets. Look at that. Thank you, Dan, for circling that right there. <laughs> he plays these DJ sets. I think he's playing in Leeds soon as well. But he's, he's just having an absolute whale. <laughs> Look at him there with our Liz. He's just having a whale of a time. And and I was thinking, when I'm older, I just I, w- I hope to have a life like Paul Chuckle when I'm <laughs> oh, older. Now, there's hell. one, Dan, if you can keep scrolling, I just want to see one of him just having a, a wonderful time eating Kit Kats. You might, oh, actually, Dan, can you... Oh, you won't be able to... You can't click on him, can you? You're not logged in. That's all right, Dan. Keep going down. Oh, actually, there's no point if you can't if you can't see me eating the Kit Kats. But basically, <laughs> if you want a treasure trove of incredible stuff that you can sit there and watch for hours on end, and I'm talking hours on end, then go on Paul Chuckles' Instagram page, and it's just it's beautiful. 
Thank you. Do you know what I mean? Paul Triple's Instagram. Yeah, please. Yeah. And just stuff. watch some of like the some of the crowds he's actually got is uh we obviously Paul Triple. It's mental. And he makes his own music in that as well, mm. which I, you can check out. If, if Ross came to me and went, Matthew, do you fancy going to a rave? I'm like, oh, you know, I'm pretty tired. It's like Paul Chuckles DJ, and I'll be all right. Right. Oh, right. Well, all right this is a conversation I've been having with many people around the office because this Christmas time, Martin Kemp. You know Martin Kemp, of course we do. Off the adverts for the sofas and EastEnders and Spandau oh, Ballet. You said the sofa advert first. It's a young audience there, Matthew. Um, he's coming to Newcastle and he's performing an 80s Christmas Bonanza <coughs> DJ set Ooh. at Wyland Brewery. And I want to okay. go, me. What date is that? Do you know? I think it's December the 18th, or I could oh, be wrong. So it's proper go. Christmas time. But wait, is that not just all the bloody Christmas songs we'll be hearing anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. That's the intrigue. He'll be there, though. But That's it's Martin, the... Martin Kemp will be there going like, yeah, giving it the big one. That's what you Snorting want. lines and all sorts. Oh, 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 yes. home for Christmas. <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> oh, I'll get rid of the snow. Oh, thanks, Martin. <laughs> there you go. Martin Kemp's ultimate Xmas. Look at him. Something. 18th of December, 2022. I got it right. Nailed it in one. I hope uh, Phil Mitchell's going to be there. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. You don't want to steal Martin's thunder. Those... You can't steal Martin's thunder, though. But I was like, just the, the scenes at this get together at Wyland Brewery, especially, what a beautiful setting that'll be in the middle of winter. <laughs> I want to go. I don't know when the, the Paul Chuckle one is either, but if we, if it's a, on a decent day, I, I actually yeah. kind of want to go. It's in do, do you have any idea what songs he plays? Or? I, I, I think he, play, he plays a mixture of like his own stuff and then some like old club. It's house stuff. Wait, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. wait, wait yeah. what's his own stuff? House. It's like house, yeah. But it's just got him over top going, to me. Oh, okay, right, right. But he's down with, down with the kids, though, isn't he? Because remember a couple of years ago when Barry and Paul did the song with Tinchy Strider? Yes. Was it Tinchy? It yeah. was, wasn't it? To oh, me. dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. That was. Oh, it was Absolutely. amazing that moment. Yeah, it's not a it's moment. Like Jericho wrestling Ricky Steamboat. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, yeah. That, that's a lovely pick. Thank just you. Just weird though. See, whenever I see him, all I think of now is not the childhood stuff or mm. what even to me to you the game show. It's him when he was carrying the coffin. It's oh, just one of these images. Yeah. It's just like I'm never gonna be able to unsee this. I think that's I think that's the thing as well because obviously when that happened, obviously he lost his brother and everything, and and he it looked as though he might genuinely never recover from mm. from that loss. And now you see him on Instagram, it feel it he's in a good place. He's happy. For he's him. happy. I get you. And I, and and we couldn't see any of the videos on the on the thing there, but it's doing a disservice. So you've got to go genuinely got to go to the Instagram page and watch his videos. Fantastic. Oh, I like that lovely advert. Yeah, <laughs> I can't really see him eating I'm a cake that later on. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, my pick for Hall of Fame is not an animal. <sighs> I know, right? Ooh, see, you give him one week of out, it's a couple of annoying next one. week. <laughs> 13 weeks of animals follow. This week, you know how is this? It's just me. This lovely feeling you get where there's a clip going viral online and you go, whatever, I don't want to have to see all these street fights or anything like that. Mm. And you have another closer look and you go, Oh, hang on, that's in Newcastle. Ah, oh, there's this warm, lovely feeling of going, ah, <laughs> oh, people are seeing our area. That's where we live. Yay. Uh, can you please go to the link I sent you on Twitter? It's very simple, very quick. It's outside Bar Loco, and it just has the, oh, where's the caption? Some of the lines of, I can't believe this guy's tried doing a Superman punch. <laughs> IRL. Here we go. There's a lot of stuff going on. That Stayed looks like away. shame at so, Here we go. Yay! Yay! 
Wait, wait, very... wait, Corey Graves didn't get all of it. Thanks, Corey. I was going to say, it's very reminiscent of Scott Steiner trying to get tests from behind. <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah. just stop it. There's a lot of stuff oh. going on. If you look here, the I think he works for Bar Loco, which is a fine establishment, by the way. Lots of ball mm. games Bar and music. He tries to block it. He intercepts it. Fantastic. Slow motion. Yeah. He's got. He's got all these boots him up the ass. All, all the glass in his hands already. So with his little foot, <laughs> trips him, and then mm. there we go. Oh, there we go. Like Superman falling to earth. He's done that, by the way. That deft trip up there with how many? Bu- three yeah, bottles in one hand a, and two pints yeah. in the other. Yeah. No, there's no place like Newcastle. on that. They're multitasking on that lad. That's not the first time he's done that. There's, gotcha. no, there's no place like Newcastle. Can we go? Can we go back a little bit? Does he just off the whim, or or is he already kind of like? Oh, he's premeditated. He it is premeditated. Yeah, but yeah. who's he going for? Not the guy in the like... shades, but the guy who comes in the shot in a second. Yeah. So he he's always oh, using his mate to. <laughs> it's like Jeff Hardy, Ali Uber, on one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> So, uh, so I, don't like, I don't like half his age. I was just saying, imagine if you connected and started doing like Jeff Hardy's air. Climbs on top of Barlow, ready for Swanton. Yeah. It's just so great because a Superman punch, I think I've seen somebody like an MMA do it. And it, if you actually do it properly, oh, I can do mm. it. But this is not the situation in a proper street fight <laughs> as if this grown man has just done a Superman punch crying. <laughs> Fantastic. But my mate, oh, I've said this before, my mate who used to really enjoy fighting because he was a big lad. Mm. So to really, you know, him recovering from a big fight, like recovering from a bit of a drink. So I go out and, you know, start something. I'm like, no. <laughs> but he said one time he was in this pub uh, with some mates and fast forward, some argy-bargy kicked off. But he, <laughs> without even realizing, so guy grabbed from behind, put his arm on the shoulder like that. So because he'd seen it in so many films, he went like this. <laughs> and in the films, when Jackie Chan does it, the guy's like, knocked out and falls on the floor. When he did it, the guy went, Ugh. And then push him in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> That's phenomenal. So I like just some people go, no, nah, I've seen this on TV, right? I'll I'll use me mate and I'll Superman punch you. <laughs> the victory and he's already playing the victory celebrations, his head's mate's gone. That was amazing, mate. But yeah, so that's that oh. I trying to Superman punch in real life in Newcastle. That's good. That's the important thing. Fantastic. Also, there was a dog in the background. There. <laughs> there, those are three picks in your picks alone. Just to reiterate, we have Angelico's brand new theme. If you put the name down, I'm sure you've already typed it up. Yeah, with that, that title I've not got in front of me at the moment. Fantastic. <laughs> Paul Chuckles' Instagram. Yep. And a guy trying to Superman punch IRL. Yes. If you'd like to vote for any of these fantastic picks, don't worry, you can. I'll go to patreon.com forward slash callaholic and place your votes there. <laughs> That says, this week in the wrestling, it's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ha! This week in wrestling. And, oh, you carried on Jack's wacky titles. Oh, That's great. Yeah. Look at you. I forgot, oh. I forgot for AW and NXT, but, you know, for the first half, <laughs> yeah. we're there. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Let's try and do anything but lay at the SmackDown. Oh, that's good because not a lot of wrestling on no, the show. Not no, not at all. No. They said on the first match on AW Rampage had more time really? wrestling than the combined amount of wrestling on this episode of SmackDown. Bloody wow. Hell. Roman Reigns turns up to work before he can cut a promo on a bitch. <laughs> Mr. Money in the Bank, Austin Th- sorry, Theory, is seen stalking his potential prey. Why would you type it like that? Roman says, as long as God wakes him up, he can handle anything. I love that line, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. That was a fantastic line. Roman has had a good day, but then he saw Paul Heyman's face looking like a slapped ass. Paul says he loves Roman and the Usos, but they have a problem, and that problem's name is Brock Lesnar. Paul thinks Roman is going to need to be really good to beat Brock at SummerSlam, 
but he says this is the greatest hype man performance since Kevin Hart wrote in Scary Movie 3. (laughs) So I wrote it down quite succinctly there, but the way he did it, it was the greatest hype man performance since Kevin Hart wrote in Scary Movie 3. It's funny watching that film back and going, oh, he was just a guy at that point. Was, like, wow. Theory then goes for a run around the ring. Uh, thanks, Theory, for contributing there. That but was weird. You know what? Roman Reigns, fantastic in this. Always good to be bothered to show mm. up. Bless him. Paul Heyman, one of the best of all time on the microphone. Nothing on earth can get me hyped for this match again. No. no. And, that, and we've we've already heard like Paul do this uh, this promo before as well. Yeah. But like, it, granted, it's still amazing, right? But at the same time, yeah, like you said, there's just no hype behind it because we've seen it multiple times at this point. It was a really st- slow start of the show as well because I counted this week and it was just over 10 minutes before Roman Reigns said, Fort Worth, acknowledge me. 10 whole minutes had gone by for an entrance. They do that now. Terrible, that, that's isn't now it? the structure. Person makes their entrance, they stay in the ring, and they'll show adverts or show previews or music video or anything, and the guys be like, "Yeah, just yep. stand there." Yeah, I don't know Weird. why Paul's got so much doubt in his mind as well after what happened at WrestleMania. Let's not forget what happened at WrestleMania, by the way. The Tribal Chief took down the Beast Incarnate with a plumb, and he took himself <laughs> with three a with a plumb, oh, nice. and he took himself three two up in the big singles match uh, feud. Mm. Mm. We've had five so far and Roman's won three. That would have been a nice place to end it. But no, we're back here again. Yeah. Injuries, obviously, but you know. Yeah. Travel like have you seen the boys? I haven't. Uh the one of the key things of the latest season has been I mean bringing back this old legend to take on the current new dude. So I'm just like, oh, we're emulating that now. I told you boys <laughs> taking on Homelander. Just literally Brock Lesnar, because there's no one else. <laughs> yeah. like, okay, fair enough. Uh but yeah, you're right. Roman Reigns, him doing his work, fantastic. And I can't wait for him to talk more. But mm. again, it's Lesnar versus Roman. It's it's been microwaved three times now. It needs to be in the bin, not in your stomach. Mm. Yeah. The new vicious Viking Raiders see off Jinder and Shanky in a <laughs> double quick speed. You're right, one point five speed. Yeah. Uh, Jinder takes a power bomb. Shanky gets distracted by dancing. After the bell, the NVVR beat down their opponents before New Day come out and twerk their cheeks while making a Simpsons reference, before presenting ass-beaten tickets that only got them another ass-beaten dance. <laughs> so we wait, the guy goes, ah, but we have official ass-beaten ass tickets. tickets. Oh, yeah. And they got their asses beat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what they bought the ticket for, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's so, exactly well, they really worked. <laughs> I was shocked to see this one end a bit early, as it did, because I thought, obviously, and I can't believe I'm saying this, Jinder and Shanky had some momentum behind them. They, well, because they have been on television. That's why the momentum yeah. comes from there. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of Shanky. I hate him. You I hate him. him. I know he's trying his best with the role he's being given and the role he's being given is bollocks. Yeah. But he's terrible at it. So if he's terrible at it, let's stop it. And I, I will stop hating him. Okay. But, uh, oh, the yeah. contempt I have for Shanky now when he appears. He's just, he's just having it's, fun. He's not, though, is he? Well, he's well, I guess dying he's not. inside. <laughs> I guess he probably is, actually. <laughs> I guess he actually is. Um, Xavier Woods there calling his own bum thick AF. Mm. I was pretty... There was there was a few choice words throughout WWE this week in which I was like, oh, I, 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 do they usually say things like that? I feel like they don't, do they? To be fair, is he lying? I mean, he's not lying. He's and I'm not saying you're that honor, he is you're lying. Honor. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just want to say for the record, that man is thick. Thick AF. AF. He is. Um, the good part about this, though, is seeing the the, the, new, the, the name's crap, the, the new vicious Viking Raiders. Because mm. I was saying last week, imagine them going, because you imagine in kayfabe, they would go up to the, the promoter and go, we've got a new name. It's, it's the new vicious Viking Raiders because we're new and vicious. Um, but they're looking good, though, aren't they? It's back, back to like War Machine sort of vibes, apart from the, the, uh, the mascara. Yeah. <laughs> you, you are right, Ross. They are looking good and they're getting built up because God knows the SmackDown tag division needs a new 
vicious team, <laughs> possibly Vikings, yeah. and they raid. <laughs> However, there was zero pop. Yeah. There was nothing. So they need to do more than beat up. Maybe you should keep on beating up Shanky. <laughs> Every <laughs> week they keep on doing this. I'll get something out of them. It's, hard. it's obviously why they've been around for that many years and done bugger all. And they obviously had that feud with the Usos as well recently where they couldn't beat them for Lovner money or mm. Taffy or anything like that. It looked like <laughs> Stoner's Human Eye, all right, these guys are out the door then. So I've taken one move from Omar. So instead of putting yeah. the new Vicious, the instead of putting the new Vicious on the front of them, just get rid of the Viking bit, rid of the Raider bit, give them something just more generic, just so they can go out there and just kick ass and take names. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that, Ross. Uh... Pat McAfee is not at this show because Happy Corbin beat his ass after Money the Bank went off the air. Corbin takes a seat at the country table. As we learn, Pat is playing golf and wasn't allowed to be on the show by the medical team. <laughs> what? What? Did they have to say that? Did they have to say <laughs> yeah. the golf bit? He's well enough to go to the UFC and <laughs> have a drink. And now five days old, he's not well enough to come back to work. I seem, that seems suspect to me. I'm mm. not going to lie to you. Yeah, a lot, lot more work done on commentary than playing golf. Yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely. Yeah. As my dad used to say, golf is a good walk spoiled. I think Winston Churchill said that. Did he? Yeah. Oh, my mum's just been saying all the time, oh, your dad used to say that about golf. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my dad's Winston Churchill. Oh, sorry, sorry, yeah, no, you know. Didn't want to bring this up, but... <laughs> anyway, this means that Corbin joins us on commentary. Uh, but even worse than that, Corey Graves replacing Pat. Oh, aye, Corbin, aye. the number one heel on SmackDown. Um, Gunther op- uh, hosts an open challenge for his IC title, but then he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Ludwig says there is no one worthy of stepping in the ring with Gunther. Gunther says any champion who defends their title against someone they don't know is a fool. Nakamura comes out and says Gunther can keep his title for now, but challenges Kaiser to a match tonight. While he's doing this, Corbin and Corey are making fun of Big Pat's over-the-top celebrations for Nakamura as he comes out. Really good. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Yeah. Corbin is... He's my favourite wrestler. He's not really. He's up there. <laughs> I love Corbin, me. I don't, like, I don't like how you're not allowed to appreciate Corbin in this world, this dark and disturbing world, but I appreciate that, man. He does a lot, doesn't he? Yeah. He does a lot in getting people over, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He's a, he, he is a good lad. He does. I thought Gunter was going to give the shot to Ludwig, though. The way they were going, like, a champion never gives the shot to someone they don't know very well. He knows them well. Mm. He's his boyfriend. <laughs> his boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and they're beautiful together. Uh, Nakamura wins a relatively short match with a Kinshasa uh, with Gunther berating his fallen pal after the final bell. Kaiser then takes three chops and doesn't even cry. The sick person. Nearly does, though. It looks like he nearly He did cries. well, didn't he? He did he very did. well. I'd cry if I took a chop from, from yeah. Gunther. It was good, though, after Nakamura won the crowd trend in USA. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done, SmackDown. Yeah. <laughs> Corbin as well, when he's on commentary, you know when Pat, they're doing, like, in the middle of promos, and Pat will do, like, a subdued, like, oh, yes, that's very good, yes. Just something like that. Corbin nailed that. He's such, yeah. a, such a pro. They did a good job <laughs> of hyping up. Not only... Uh, Nakamura versus Gunther, but also Big Pat versus Baron Corbin. Yeah. yeah. It's good as well because Gunther could scout Nakamura. Nakamura had a good little match there to show he can challenge for the title. It all made sense, storyline-wise, what I'm they were excited. saying earlier. I'm excited for that match yeah. when we get it, you know. I'm, it, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be. Oh, you wouldn't I be? Why Nak- you think it's not going to last gonna too long? Nakamura's going to get flattened, isn't he? Oh, <laughs> dear. Oh. I don't think it'll be a ding-dong battle. I just think oh. it'll be a ding <laughs> Ding, ding. He's going to squish him like a George Foreman grill. It's so good. Like a toasty. Oh. Uh, where we are? Liv Morgan is interviewed by Magalcole. 
The crowd chants, you deserve it, yet again for Liv. Crowd love Liv. They do. Everyone loves Liv. Mm, yeah. It's been amazing. Obviously, I've been off for two weeks, but just seeing the rise of people going, I'm so happy Liv's won and all this. Like, it's always been like brimming under the heat, the, the love for her, but then she's won and suddenly it's like, oh, yeah. Mm. The, the said the ratings for Money in the Bank, the highest view they've ever yeah, had. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, I'm glad that the reason I've got, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> everything on this person now. Michael notes that Ronda suffered a knee injury in a match against Natalia. Liv Morgan says, bring it. Liv then claims no one wants to hold the title more than she does. Liv says it means everything to her because she thought she might never get there as champion and then turns into massive cringe bollocks by quoting large bout John Cena, never give up. Oh, yeah, oh, I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this recurring thing in WWE. Oh, you just want a title or your new big deal? Okay, make sure you bring up a, a, a previous much more successful person. Mm. Like, let's imagine, I, I hope this didn't happen because it sounds like it could happen, but imagine if when Cena was on the rise, he was like, well, as my hero Hulk Hogan used to say, <laughs> eat your vitamins and say yeah. your prayers. Yeah, I don't think he did. <laughs> he might have done yeah. that. <laughs> no, he didn't. And that's why he's one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. But then Ricochet would be like, I want to be one of the greatest IC champions of all time, like Randy Savage and Shawn Michaels. <laughs> You're losing next week. Right? <laughs> yeah. But I thought we were getting Natalia versus Liv here. That's what they're promoting yeah. all week long. And then, it, God damn it, it didn't happen. No. I was looking forward to that match there. Like the Call Out Podcast crew, card subject to change. Yeah. Uh, Natalia speaks some bollocks about fairy tales and then says, despite not winning against Ronda at Money in the Bank, she enjoyed it. I like that match as well, by the way. Yeah. I think Natalia versus, it's over now by the looks of things, Natalia versus Ronda while it lasted via Twitter was one of the best things in the Via Twitter, yeah. Oh, oh God. <laughs> On the show, it wasn't as good. <laughs> On the show, it was like, oh, well. But just, uh, we have... Uh, Ronda going, go away, you weirdo. Go and film some weird sex stuff with your sister. Get your jebs out. <laughs> and then Natalia goes, shut up, you conspiracy nut. <laughs> go get your head kicked in. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, it was amazing. Uh, Ronda then appears and says, defending the title is a lot harder than winning it to live. And then asked the crowd if they wanted her to beat the credit out of Natalia or another cur word. Uh, that that, that crud. credit bit didn't work. But Crap. Um, Ronda was supposed to be, I guess, Maybe good, maybe bad, I'm not sure, but she did make a good point. It's like, yeah, you know, like, Natalia did all the hard work and then yeah. you came along and cashed in. It's like, that's true, though. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, crowd didn't care. Uh, Natty hit Ronda down. Liv sees Natty off, end scene. And then back from the break, and an injured Ronda Rousey just absolutely destroys Natalia. Finish her off with an ankle lock. Like, it's like, that, this feud is over. It's finished Liz now. Gentlemen. Natalia's done as well. Well, she's not done. She's but, done. Yeah, in terms of a title picture thing, she's finished yeah. yeah this this is yeah underlying going yeah thanks it's mm, just yeah. weird how pat <laughs> wasn't cleared by the medical team to sit down and commentate <laughs> but ronda rousey clearly injured ronda rousey was clear to wrestle a match in this week's smackdown and one strike to natalia's knee and she was hobbling and that mm. was it it was curtains i don't know what else to say about it that was match. i i guess it was just a way to make ronda still look strong right yeah, mm. stick a stick a fork in natty though yeah so she's done yeah done if you she's don't believe done. us, wait till she's on those house shows. <laughs> uh, Max, we'll get this right. Dupree? Dupree? Presents the mmm, perverted sniff. <laughs> oh, right, that's, a, that's an action. Yeah, it's an action for you there. Sorry, Max Dupree presents the mmm, <laughs> tennis collection in line <laughs> with Wimbledon finals weekend. Fans are encouraged to send in their applications to maximummalemodels.com, but if they do not have the natural qualities of a mace. And Mar- what? How'd you say it? Massé. Massé. Sorry, I forgot. Massé and how do you say it? Mansu- Mansoir. Mansoir. They shouldn't bother. 
for us. We did see on Twitter. Oh, you did yes. submit your application. I'll have to submit my application. And my arsehole was twitching like a rabbit's nose last night. <laughs> Why was that, Ross? Max Dupree was calling out the, the whoppers on Twitter. And I was like, oh, I'm next, aren't I? But I've made it through one other day. Maybe I'm into oh. the second round. Hey, I'll I'll crap myself if I see myself on SmackDown tonight, Matthew. I will. Oh, would they put in like? Are they put in? I don't know. I, I assume they do because you go on the website, and oh, you, you submit like a full body picture, you put exciting. your Twitter handle on, you put your email on, and everything. So I've been signed up to all the emails, obviously, for all the events and whatnot and awesome. merchandise. So that's, that's going to be good and fun for the weeks and Is months. Is that how they're getting them? Probably. Oh, <laughs> that's genius. That. Yeah, that's I put a good. I put a, a Rossi drip drip special on. Um, oh, so yes. so hopefully I guess. Oh, I thought you were going to put a tennis collection on. Why like the, the tennis shorts? I didn't actually go to any effort to it, Andrew. Why? It was a picture from last done. year. I'm beardless, though. That's a, I, but I, oh. I thought it had the, the natural qualities of both Massé and Mansoir in my yeah. clothes with mm. my bin bag. I had a picture of bin oh, bag nice. as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, but Almost I, like a tennis racket. Sort of, yeah. Ish, you know. <laughs> yeah, just, just like one. Yeah. <laughs> like the way they hold it behind the reds. Yeah, I guess so. Just like a bin bag. But it's I It's almost like a tennis racket. <laughs> really? I thought Massey, his looks in this segment here, it served and pleasured my guilty inner things. Um, oh, good. Because the shorts were really short, weren't they? And really yes, tight. They were, they were tight. Yeah. They um, were tight. But I am happy his polo shirt allowed him the room needed to deliver the perfect backhand. Mm. <laughs> Just like that. Ooh. I feel like I remember already. Aye, terrible. Um, I thought Max Dupree himself got a bit lost at one point just because I thought he was staring at the lads a bit too far, a mm. bit too much, a bit too intensely that he wasn't reading his cue cards very well. This dropped off competitor last week, I'm not going to lie to you, because <laughs> the debut segment was fantastic. I think Pat McAfee not being there made a huge difference because he made yeah. it 10 times better. But hopefully, hopefully they recover because it wasn't the best segment. This it was, week. Yeah, it, was it, didn't, it didn't help as well that the crowd last week were like, oh, I said boo. This week, the crowd would deed. Yeah. I don't know if like, they reacted for Roman Reigns. They loved him. We all love Roman. But then as soon as they were doing this, it was like, no, I only watch Money in the Bank. What's this? Yeah. Like, is this a regular thing? I'll tell you what though, man, Swa's packing. That's another thing yeah. I've written down here. Massive cock and balls. <laughs> Go back and watch that segment. I kind of believe it, mate. He must have had a tennis ball or two stuffed down those little... Well, they do, don't they? They put yeah. them in the pockets. It wasn't yeah. in the pocket. Yeah. <laughs> it's it not a tennis ball. A lot ball. of love there, if you know <laughs> what I mean. That little flap at the, the front of the box is shorter, I reckon. Oh. Whatever that's for. You never poke your winky through that, though, do you? That's a discussion no. we should all have. It's weird, isn't it? Do you? It just, no, I don't, Dad, I don't do you ever do poke it through there, the little flap in the front of a boxer? For a treat. For a treat? <laughs> for a treat. Oh, 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 like a sit-down weaver. I think we might have to move on before you. <laughs> Strawberries and cream everywhere, Ross. <laughs> Theory is asked what message he was trying to send Roman Reigns earlier tonight. No, get that man away from messaging system. As he ran around the ring with the Money in the Bank briefcase while the champion was stood in the middle of the ring. What message could he be sending, Matthew? I don't know, it's so ambiguous. <laughs> Theory says he would love to cash in on Lesnar after the way he treated him. He also said people don't like him and he could be the guy people have been looking for to beat Roman Reigns. Madcap Moss then appears, and the entire crowd goes, oh yeah, him. <laughs> Says he bet he could shove that brief, big briefcase down Theory's mouth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice tasteful pause there from Moss. One of the most pointless segments in SmackDown history. Yeah. <laughs> Give it time. <laughs> uh, Lacey Evans tries her entrance three times because the crowd aren't giving her the reaction she thinks she deserves. Uh, she'll ambassador the fans because they know the struggle she's been through, and they know they can't go through the same struggles. She calls them faddies and says they can go to hell. And then she slaps Alia and then she leaves. The match doesn't happen. Shotzi and Shayna must have got lost or something. Now, again, 
this was funny because she was saying, you know, you guys are giving me a good response, which was true. They were. <laughs> I guess the idea was supposed to cheer them, but the crowd weren't because they were dead the entire night. So she had a point. She's just about to be the heel now. Yeah. What happened? It was just like that. Ba- baby face for a few weeks. Sorry. Yeah. Baby face for a few weeks. Then she went to Rome, was a heel for a week. Then she came back to SmackDown, was a baby face again. And now she's about yeah. to be in a heel. And there was zero reaction for it. And no fight, wonder. They, what, yeah. what are you supposed yeah. to do? At least have it be a bit more, you know, long-lasting so we can get an idea of what we're supposed to do for, mm. for poor old Lacey and her abusive father <laughs> and her tough upbringing, which <laughs> was a really endearing story, I it thought. Was. The fact that she's made something of herself, but no. I, I think I think it was on the podcast. I was like, I reckon she'll come out and she'll just start berating the 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 crowd for not getting into her. And I think everyone was like, nah, that, that's going a bit too far. That. Like, why would they yeah. do that? And I... It, I guess it works. Yeah. I guess it works when the crowd aren't cheering for you. But what in will general. she be this week, lads? Will she be a heel or will she be a babyface? Hedge oh. your bets now. Maybe that's how they're trying to get people to watch. Will she be a good person <laughs> or a bad person? Tune in next week. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> and then we get Lacey Evans tries to end. No. The Uso squashed the lethal lovers, lost the Tharios. I like the call by their full name every time. I like that. Yeah. Just the noise we make. Just the noise we make when we see them. Hey, um, that's a good. Yeah, put them got... all together for a faction. What a mouthful! Have <laughs> <laughs> the match. Kayla's in the ring, stirring the pot, saying, "If you can call that a win at Money in the Bank, you shall say what happened at Money in the Bank wasn't on them. It was on the referee." Kayla mentions rumors of a special guest referee in the rematch at SummerSlam. Uso suggests Roman could do it. And then Drew McIntyre's music hits, but not because he's a special referee, because he's in the next match and they're running along, presumably. <laughs> yeah, yeah good point. there was a... Humberto did a nice twist to maneuver during yeah. this match that titillated my juices. They were dead. I, I think they're getting well better as a tag team. Oh, they've but, been great all the time. Oh, well, I mean, they have, but just like... Chance, they just don't, Exactly, yeah. they'll get a chance. I want to see more of them. They've got a great like, team as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But this was another segment that was just like, they're actively trying not to do wrestling. Mm. I'm with the Lacey Evans segment as well. Why is this happening? What's going on with this week's SmackDown? Huh? 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 I don't know. It was weird because it did do a good job. This Anne did a good job of building up towards SummerSlam, but as its own show, it was like, all right, mm. this is all veg in the 80s. Mm. Uh, Seamus reckons he has a touch of the COVID cough, <laughs> cough. So sends in his awesome... <laughs> I haven't thought about this. So sends in the guy he's been traveling with, Butch, who must also have it then, (laughs) to face Drew McIntyre while he and Ridge the Fridge stand at ringside. Drew beats Butch really quickly and sees off an attack from Ridge the Fridge. We don't know who will go up to face Roman Reigns for the Uwu at Clash of the Castle, despite the fact that the whole show was built towards this advertised main event that didn't happen, Mapu. In the words of Seamus, we should say, nah, we're not watching that, Poo. (laughs) Drew then, yeah, you know what's one of the stupid stuff after this show questions. Uh, Drew then cuts the rope with his sword. Some pyro goes off from the impact of it hit so hard, and then his sword bends in half. <laughs> and so, like the oh. closing shot, obviously you get Drew like pointing to whoever's yeah. on the rap, but they don't they don't show they don't show where the sword's pointing because it's probably just like some kid in the crowd that's just like what? It's all hilt. It's like no, no, don't show it, don't show it. It wasn't a good week for props and WWE this week, as we'll find out. <laughs> no, later it on. wasn't, Ross. Um, but you know, I thought it was top poo housery from Sheamus mm. as a heel. I thought that was good, but again, it was yet another match. I don't know how many there've been this week, but another match they advertised for more than one day, which didn't happen, which was a, a bit of a slap. In 
the face. Mm. Um, I've written down here, Drew is a massive nerd or can't tell the future. <laughs> I don't know because the fire that was produced, how did the, did he summon the powers of the Scottish gods? So I don't know what's going on here. Oh, because Clash the Castle is where? Wales. What's on the Welsh flag? A, a dragon. dragon. What the dragons breathe? Fire. Fire. Uh, that's it. There you go. He's got it. End, no, the podcast, end of podcast, uh, fine. Yeah, that's, <laughs> they won't get any better than that this week. Um, just, yeah, I don't know what to make of this SmackDown. What a strange, pathetic show. I think, <laughs> I think, I think just WWE in general this week, there's been a lot of uh, like false finishes and stuff to matches. It seemed to be a running theme uh, yeah. throughout the week so far. Yeah. Hey, as well as well, they, they change the card, um, anything can happen in the WWE. Mm. Yeah, it's true. You'll find that. Yeah. Do you reckon Drew's going to face off against a giant mechanized dragon at Clash at the Castle? That would be great. <laughs> Are you all right, Andrew? I'm just... We gave I him one of those fruity anything, cigarettes before he came in. Anything can happen. <laughs> yeah, one of those marijuana pills. <laughs> I was just thinking that, I don't know. But I, I, I thought, like, before this week's SmackDown, they were going to build for Drew and Sheamus at Clash at the Castle. Yeah. And Rowan would face somebody else, but now it looks like Drew's going to get the shot and mm. lose. Do you reckon we're going to get that match at SummerSlam between Drew and Sheamus? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. probably what they That's probably what they're building yeah, up yeah, yeah. to, aren't they? Also, a nice little bit in this very quick match at the end. Uh, Drew slammed Butch. He was round his waist, and he was still round his waist, but, like, knocked out. Mm. So he's held him, like... You get one of those things that carry your baby around when yeah. you do shopping. Yeah. <laughs> little butch. Little butch. Uh, then we get Ring of Honor Rampage. Oh, that's good, it's good. Oh, cheers. Eddie Kingston eventually slays um, <gasps> Glasgow. Uh, I can't always get his name. Takeshta. Takeshta, thank you. Don't a, say it phonetically like I nearly did on the news video today because it's literally spelled take poor. Poor. Yep. <laughs> Can't say the proper. No, no, no. Monetized. And only we can take the poo in this podcast. In a ding dong battle (laughs) to end them all. Later on in a dark and dingy room, Eddie says Chris Jericho is going to pay for what the JAS did to Ruby Ruby Soho. So he wants his blood in a barbed wire everywhere death match. Yeah. Yeah. Barbed wire on the ceiling. Barbed wire on the floor. Barbed wire everywhere. everywhere. Made me think of all red everything. Maybe Eve Marie could be in line for AEW. Oh, Oh, no. Eve Marie in every corner. (laughs) (laughs) I thought Eddie getting his tits out at the start of this match to show he was still feeling the blood and gutters. Those little things that Mm. set him apart from many on that roster. But Takeshita, his wrestling is perfect every single second of every single match. He never does anything wrong. He's my new favorite. Mm. He's my he's so he's so good in every single match that he does. Like he puts a hundred and ten percent in. Although I'm going to contradict myself because I wasn't a fan of him no selling the Saito suplex lariato combination oh. from Eddie. There's some moves you got to stay down for, Mister Takeshita. Nearly <laughs> stroke there. <laughs> <laughs> but like the German suplex on the apron and everything. Yeah. Ah. The strikes Ow. on the mat as well towards the end. I was thinking, mm. you know, it's only Rampage. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as if this is double or nothing or in the Tokyo Dome, lads. Come on. Oh. Every match is a big match for this lad. Mm. Yeah. But you're right, yeah, he's getting a hell of a reaction from the crowd considering yeah. he has no real storyline or... Character. ...interviews or anything. Yeah, hey, it's a uh, guy. Cinnabon. That's oh, all we need. That's right. It's Twitter, Twitter gimmick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that his Twitter? He just loves Cinnabon. Oh, fair enough. And now they've given mm. him, a like, a membership card or something as well. So there's development there. You know? <laughs> he's doing well to look like he does then if he's going to Cinnabon. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Oh. Specimen. Ooh. Athena and Chris Atlander call Jade Cargill a coward and say they're not going anywhere before they get a shot at the TBS Championship. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. I don't know what else <laughs> to add to that. Yeah, that's happened. And then the Gates of Agony. 
it's a great name, defeated that dirty, stinking Judas in his mind and immortal vessel known as his human octopus body, Jonathan Gresham, his tag partner, Lee Moriarty. After rejecting what would have been the hottest of hot tags, Gresham hugs Tully on the ramp, appearing to join TBE. Later in the night, that dirty, stinking Judas in his mind and immortal vessel known as his human octopus body said he signed his ring of honor contract in March and has been sat in his ass since then. Tully approached him with a plan and he'd be a fool not to listen to him. Next week, it's Gresham versus Moriarty for the Ring of Honor title on Rampage. To be honest with you, although Gresham was a bad man for turning about little warning, as a British person, I feel it very hard to trust somebody with the surname Moriarty. <laughs> I mean, we've all had Sherlock Holmes, right? He's a bad man, that lad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Sherlock Holmes very well. I'm glad we're on the same yeah. page oh, that's, here. That, is, that, is, is that his brother? Or his best, or his ex best mate. No, that's Watson. No, no, he's other one. He's other <laughs> no, one. Like Professor like Moriarty's is the villain. Oh, but they aren't they? The pole, the, right I thought they together. were brothers. I might no. got something wrong there. Brothers. No. Are they in the um, Benedict Cumberbatch one? Oh, they're not really. I don't remember that. Oh, I don't, I in the original books, they're not. But... I don't know. This has gone horribly. I'm I really sorry. I bet everyone at home appreciated it. It's not. You'll probably do. Sherlock Holmes is about a thousand yeah, years old at this point. It's in the We're public just domain. Cultured sorry. swines. Hey, he's not as good as Scooby Doo, is it? I tell you what, though. Gresham going to join that faction because I like the look of Mr. Leona and Mr. Mr. Khan. I think is how mm. you pronounce that mm. properly. They're, they're, they're fantastic the way they look. A very good aren't they? Gresham Aggressive complimenting points. them. Fantastic. Mm. And the swerve was straight from Vince Russo's top sock drawer, where the wank <laughs> socks are kept. So the best, the best wank socks. Yes. Uh, so Tully Blanchard's got himself quite a oh, formidable stable. I'm happy for him, because it felt like Tully didn't really have much for a long for the longest time, didn't it? Well, he just yeah. got disregarded for Bret Hart, and then Bret yeah. Hart didn't turn up, and now he finds himself here. Yeah. He's been left on red by FTR, and he's like, oh, mm. sorry. Yeah. Uh, join us, do you? <laughs> And who Professor else is in uh, Professor James Moriarty is not Sherlock Holmes' Thank you. brother. Oh. He is Sherlock Holmes' is nemesis. nemesis. Same thing in my like Mario Povich. <laughs> we can reveal you are not the brother. <laughs> Moriarty running out. Yay! <laughs> anyway. Yeah, who else is in Tully's stable? Is Brian Cage in that as well? Brian Cage, Brian yeah. Cage, yep. that, that has to be one of the funniest oversights. That's up there with WCW forgetting to release Iron Sheik. contract with you. <laughs> I have to insult them on commentary for weeks on end, and it's like, Brian Cage has re-signed. He's like... I see him at the weekend. Oh, it's renewed? Oh. He was, he was, he's, he's in a tag team with uh, everyone's favourite conspiracy theorist, or whatever he is these oh, days, no. uh, Flip Gordon. Really? Oh, yeah, the, the whole tag team yeah, title yeah. somewhere. No yeah. way. No, it's a true story, I think. Yes. <laughs> Can't imagine being in the back of the car listening to those two talk together. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> Uh, so that was good. Gates of Agony is a good name, though. Yeah. yeah Leona's, Leona Samoan Drop. I keep thinking of Leona Lewis when I keep saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Her doing a Samoan Drop, but his Samoan Drop is whoa, the one oh, that set, nice. sets up the finish. Mm. Yeah. Whoa, dead good. Like Umanga from back whoa. in the day. Umanga. Serena Deeb and Mercedes Martinez squash Kayla Sparks and Christina Mari while simultaneously competing in an anything you can do, I can do better mm. contest. Yes. It's as impressive as it is petty. Deeb turns on Martinez after the bell. Not in a saucy way. She just clubs the poor lass upside the head. Well, thank you for clarifying that. Cheers. You're course. welcome. Just thought I'd clarify. Yeah. Um, obviously, we were building towards the Ring of Honor Women's Championship very slowly, but then mm. it picked up the pace this week, and I think that's a good thing. I think I'm it's glad a... the turn happened now. It was getting a bit like, oh, we get it now. You're both very mm. good. <laughs> good point. Just crack on, will you? I think it's a good... I obviously think it's a good thing, and I'm looking forward to the match, but again, the crowd just... Uh, just didn't seem to be into it. They were like, eh. Because Ring of Honor, innit? 
I get, yeah, I mm. guess. Are, are people, I know there'll be a portion of a portion that's really into this, mm. but I couldn't give a hoot about Ring and of Honor. They haven't well. really established. Like, so it's like, oh, so Ring of Honor is just a separate brand that also appears on AEW. Mm. And it is also like, okay, fair enough. There's some good wrestlers and some great wrestlers and everything else like yeah. that. There is also a lot of other stuff on AEW I'd like to see that you've already got being pushed aside for mm. another brand. It is weird. It is very much like when WCW invaded WWF and it's like, okay, do you have your own brand? And like, uh, no, the executive said that uh, rather should bees up their ass and give us <laughs> a, a separate brand. So they're just on the show as well. Yeah. I guess as well, a lot of the build between them two, being in a tag team has been on like dark and dark elevation, I think as well. So I guess, you know, get them out in front of a bigger crowd that might not have really known. They're like, oh, okay. Speaking of dark, yeah. Pac defending his title at Rev Pro. Yeah. And against Sh Shota Umino? That's right. Yeah. Shooter. And it was great because they had the Rev Pro footage and just put the, the Chiron made AEW over it. I thought it really looked cool. Mm. And next Excalibur and Taz were like, whoa, we're flown over on that uh, private two-seater jet. Wow. <laughs> very tired, but we're here for the match. <laughs> so it was very nicely done. What were the chant at him again? Pack. They had some sort of bastardy chant for him. He's a bastard. He's, he's a, a bastard. He's a bastard. bastard. Da, da, da. Yeah, and then Taz joined in. Because <laughs> why not? Sings all the hits. Anyway, Monday Night Raw. Oh, well, you missed one. Not have... Oh, no, big... of course. Orange Cassidy defeats Tony Nese with a massive orange punch in a big old silly bollocks lawyer fest. Yes. Yeah. I was rather impressed by this because I thought it was going to be just a little, all right, whatever, these two having a little match. But God, Orange Cassidy's good now. He's good. Yeah, so, so good. is Tony. I was Tony. blown away by Tony. Tony Tone. His moonsaults, his impressive tilt the world northern lights, yeah. like mm. Alicia Fox. And I don't say that as a piss take. She's got the best one. Oh, we all the kip up to get out the lariat uh, from Orange when he did the, the Trish Stratus thingy. He's just nicking all the, the lady wrestler moves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he was fantastic in this match as well. They were mint. Like, oh, yeah. it's one of the... You, you, we get, forget about Tony Nese, don't we? And we, I guess... Because yeah, he's got no character. Well, exactly, exactly. He's but, got a lawyer manager. Yeah. He's, but he, he, he was so good in this match. I think he's got one of the best moonsaults going now. Right now, in wrestling. Not the best moonsault ever. Though. Not the best moonsault ever, <laughs> but one of the best at the That'd moment. Be a good name for it. Oh, no, he's hit one of the best moonsaults <laughs> in the business. One of. His sell for the orange punch at the end as well. It was better than your fella in Newcastle. Yeah, he, did like the flip everything. <laughs> he did like a flip. He did yeah. like flips and yeah, yeah, it was good. Really good. Yeah. Like Could've... I said, AW roster is so stacked and packed. You forget, oh, yeah, Tony Nice, right. Mm. Ah, he's not competing for anything in Ring of Honor or AW right now. Bless him. <laughs> and then Monday Night Raw. Funny name still being worked on. Oh, God, I forgot, didn't I? Yeah. Brock Lesnar says life has been pretty good for Roman Reigns recently. He's been eating well, flying private jets, like Taz and Excalibur. Yeah. Uh, Lesnar calls him a hog several times. Lesnar is interrupted by his old friend, Paul Heyman, who is also called a hog and a pig by Brock, <laughs> who were former WWF Tag Team Champions at one point. <laughs> Heyman calls Lesnar the odds-on favorite while the Usos look on backstage. But then Heyman says he might have to train Reigns to put his hand up Lesnar's ass and pull his heart out. That's a line he said? Yep. Imagine that, eh? That's a long way around the heart. I know. Theory comes out and says he's going to take back his US title before saying he's going to cash in on his money in the bank briefcase at SummerSlam. Theory shows footage from the Elimination Chamber to show he hasn't forgotten about Lesnar giving a big old F5 off the top, mm. which is the only thing I remember about that match. That's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alpha Academy attack Lesnar because they are Theory's friends. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how long that's it's been just, a thing. It just happened. And also, idiot. 
Lesnar shags them. He does. He, he does. shags them good and proper. I like this segment, though, because Brock's promos, clearly, as they wouldn't be anyway, they're clearly not scripted. Yes. Otherwise, when we're getting lines like, pigs get fat and hogs get slaughtered. You're a hog, Roman Reigns, and I slaughter hogs on my farm every day. <laughs> Just like that. Just like yeah. that. That was Brock Lesnar yeah, right yeah. there. And him coming out was powered and go straight away. So the camera went, that was crap. <laughs> and just having a good old time. Hey, how you doing? Big old cowboy hat, Brock. Talking about hogs. It's a different change. Yeah, it is. But it works though. Because the crowd like, hey, it's Brock. Yay. Mm. It's like, what? I would never associate him as a happy-go-lucky guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, not in any multiverse, but here we are. And like, the, just the way that he would cut off uh, Paul Heyman and stuff as well felt very uh, natural rather mm. than kind of scripted and stuff. I thought that was quite... Quite good. Tell you what about Heyman as well, which I've, you can tell I watched Raw late this week because I've written down this bit of insight. Um, interesting training methods introduced by Heyman, as we said there. By him referencing Reigns like he does, I always assumed that Paul was the sub and Roman was the dominatrix, but now it looks like Paul is a dominatrix and Roman is the sub. Oh, oh, okay. Well, they're the ones with the real power in the relationship. Yeah. Oh. The F5 Lesnar, though, that threw the table on Otis, that came second oh, in my move of the week. That was dead good, that. Yeah. He, like, actually got air on it and spin. It's all on Otis, that, though. It, yeah, do you reckon? <laughs> yeah. He put the effort in on that one, He guys. pushed up off on. the shoulders, that's what he did. He did. He <laughs> did. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, speaking of hogs, you know, there we go. Um, Damien Priest. Shows he is a massive fan of early noughties pop sensation Blue. All before, rise. Before... Pl uh, All rise. I rest my, my case. case. Simon Webb, yeah. Before plugging <laughs> Raymond Stereo's 20 years in WE thing at Madison Square Garden in a couple of weeks' time. Bloody hell. Yeah. Crazy to think about, isn't Who it? Who is that yeah. jumping out the sky? Artie Mysterio. Yeah. Here, Here we, we go. go. <laughs> <laughs> he then says he's finished. And tries to take ownership of Dominic, and Ray is like, "You can have him." Sorry, no, I didn't. Uh, they say Edge was a bad leader, and then call Ray a bad father. All of this is really worthwhile. So the advertised wrestling match that had time <laughs> taken away from it for this bollocks. Bala then beats Ray to send a message to Dom. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now, obviously, I'm not the biggest New Japan aficionado in the office. I'm, as we all know, I'm a, you're an old a, Japan, old Japan fan. Like, yeah. Bar bar forever. Go on the bar bars. Um, not Motoko though. <laughs> but, <laughs> Um, this segment was all about Finn Balor because this was the first time I was really getting to see Finn Balor as a heel, a sassy heel. And I was like, this is the first time, because, you know, I, I can appreciate Balor as a good-looking man and why people mm. get behind the uh, the Balor club Whoa. in NXT and whatnot and how he made all of his money for merchandise. But by and large, Finn Balor's been really boring for me, <laughs> watching oh. him down the years. Mm. But in this segment here, the sassiness on show was fantastic. There's a little mm. thing for Dom, and he was speaking Spanish just after uh, Damien Priest was speaking Spanish. Mm. He said, tranquilo. I thought it was a nice mm. touch, a nice little sassy touch. And you know he's a heel because he's wearing long tights. Yeah. Purple the... bits coming out of trousers. Bastard. <laughs> does his thighs save lives? I think he looks like a matador, maybe with his little pack. Oh, little, he does a bit. Hanky. That's what I was wondering what with his boots and stuff on as yeah. well. Yeah. Like puss in boots. Yeah, you know, like puss in Shrek boots. Bus in boots. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, they the beat Rain in all right, match. I, thought, I can't believe I've written this down as well. Finn Balor tried to do Eddie's stuff against Ray. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't as good as no. Logan Paul doing Eddie's stuff. Oh, I thought he did do those. We'll have to talk more about him soon. Yeah, we yeah, are. Yeah, we are. Goody, goody, gumdrops. Becky Lynch stands on the announce table and says she has a little bit of a breakdown. So she's had a little bit of a breakdown, but then realized she doesn't need to win Money in the Bank because she works hard. She then calls out the bollocks 
That is Carmella getting a rematch of the title when she beat Asuka in a Thunder Bastard of a match and didn't get a rematch of her own after WrestleMania. All valid points. Mm-hmm. She demands a title match at SummerSlam. Bianca Belair then loses to Carmella via countout thanks to a distraction from Lynch at ringside. And you know Bianca Belair's a baby face because she takes the eye rake and she's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and then tries to get out back in the ring, but then Becky Lynch is there. Yeah. I'm really enjoying how Becky's the only person who is employed by the company and paid by the company but can slander the company on air. Because she's done this before. She was slandering uh, championship contenders matches. Now they make no sense a little while ago. And now she's saying about the rematch stuff here. It's good to see that someone can do it. And it's yeah. weird to see them probably script that for her. Yeah. <laughs> how do we get out of the storyline thing? Just say it's bollocks. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the crowd will buy and accept that. Yeah. It was, the match itself, though, I thought Carmella looked good in there. I thought it was all right. I think yeah. it was better than the one they had at Money in the Bank. I thought cool. it was good. There were some nice reversals in that, weren't there? Mm. Corey Graves calling her the badass with the nice ass. I mm. think it, yeah. <sighs> Calls yeah, it as he sees right. it. <laughs> <You're> okay. <laughs> A nice reversal of the KOD with an X-Factor by Carmella. Yeah, which that was good. They didn't call it an X-Factor for some reason. It was the face buster. But then the end of the match came, mm. and obviously the DQ happens. And for whatever reason, That's despite Carmella, the fact... It? Yeah, uh, what was it? The count out. Count out. Uh, despite the fact Carmella's proven down the air, she's a very good wrestler, I think. She's done the rules. She's parading she around the, belt. the title, and she, yeah, yeah, I've won. Why do stuff like that to make them look like an utter prat? Eh? I don't know. Eh? Why eh? do that? Eh? Eh? I don't Why know, Ross. Do that? I don't know. They know the rules, man. Writers, for goodness sake. Unless the writers just didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be great. Yeah, the writers legitimately don't know. Imagine if she did think she'd won the belt, right? <laughs> it's like, yes! <laughs> The Miz and his new Miz Fit Champer. In action! Well yes! I've got a... General erection right here. Uh, up here on Miz TV. Champer wants the eyes of the world on him, and nobody attracts the eyes of the world like the Miz. Champer wants it all. Logan Paul has shown saying he's coming for the Miz at SummerSlam. Miz knows what Logan is doing. He's just stirring up the controversy. Logan has one more chance to chance his ways that's what it says. Changes Change ways. ways. Otherwise, Miz will set Champa on him. Grr. AJ Styles claims Miz just has gotten Champa on side to do his dirty work for him. It's the actions of a man who's a coward, a man who has tiny little bollocks. <gasps> and you can buy that shirt on W.com right yeah. now. You can. Does it say I've got big, massive bollocks? Something bollocks. Like that, yeah. Something like that. Lovely big balls. Elias comes out to make a tag team match. What? Ezekiel it says a, 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 lots of typos. Oh, yeah. Who? Lots of, there's two Ezekiel. typos so far. Ezekiel. For goodness sake. They look nothing alike. There's 5,000 words there, Matthew. Yeah, but no one's just established. They're nothing alike. I know. Come out to make a tag match. Styles looks to have the match won for himself and the other one as he has Miz in the calf crusher. Before that, mental man Chamber comes in and punches him one too many times for the DQ. The good part of the segment. Oh. I like the link now between main roster Chamber and, and heel NXT Chamber. Did I say champion there? Champa. We know what you meant. Yes, yeah. because he was the greatest sports entertainer of all time in NXT. All eyes on me. My SHIT is banging, some might say. And now he's on the main roster saying, I just want the spotlight. So I think that links together quite nicely. Mm. And gives a nice reason for why he would be teaming up with The Miz. Yeah. In mm. antithesis of anything he'd like at this point in his career. And I wonder how he was feeling. Because it was only a few years ago when Champa was, he was saying publicly... I'm staying on NXT. Yeah. If they ask me to go to the main roster, I'm just quitting. And obviously things changed, but I imagine it's all right, Champa, have all these matches. All right, AJ Styles, the Miz, I'm going to put up with that. Logan Paul's coming. Do you think he's there like, <laughs> oh, you bastard. He's getting a big spotlight. It's bit at SummerSlam. Again, that's, that's a bucket list thing ticked off, no doubt. Yeah. He's just going to be the Alex Riley 
yeah, version two point Bless him. Um, I mean, I still like him, but he's like he's just a dude at this point. At the promo of Logan Paul. Again, not being biased or anything like that. To me, it did sound like the crowd were definitely quiet and couldn't give a toss about him. Yeah. It's going to be an uphill struggle if they're expecting him to come in and be like, yay, Logan Paul. He has millions of fans around the world, obviously, but not all of them are in the crowds watching the podcast. I was going to say, mm. what, the crossover between his fans and wrestling fans must be minimal. Because mm. like my only exposure to Logan Paul before he came to the WWE was when it all kicked off and yeah. he went to that forest. And that's the only thing I know of him. So there's my mind made up. Right. <laughs> I assume I'm the same as a lot yeah. of people watching this video today. So. But people don't point out so a person a few months ago said, oh, you know, he's, he's, he changes oh, yeah. uh, ways and all this stuff. Yeah. I'm, that's absolutely fine. Great. More power to him. Yay, Logan. But we still see him. A lot of people still see him as that get off YouTube. Yeah. So like the, as for three of the gets off YouTube, yeah. I can understand <laughs> it. If we showed up on Raw, we'd be like, okay, guys, <laughs> who are these idiots? <laughs> what are they doing here? So, I mean, I just like how how big the pop was when uh, the Miz turned on him at WrestleMania. Like you said, <laughs> that, that's a, a good sign, right? There's a big. There's. I think you're right. There's a huge uphill battle to be had for him coming in, and if they expect him to be a babyface, I I don't think it's necessarily going to go that way. Only one man can save Logan Paul's babyface career. Who's that, Ross? Baron Corbin. <gasps> Happy Corbin. I was going to say, if Miz <sighs> can't get. If Miz is going to get cheered against him, it's like, all right, I don't think break Miz out is... the Baron Corbin. I know Miz is a good heel, but he's not as heel as Healy mm. <laughs> as Corbin is. On his little shoes. I think Corbin's a, a more Healy heel, more dislikable heel than Miz is. I think Miz is too entertaining and be really dislikable these days. Mm. You, no, I think he's the opposite. He's, he has that hammy way with his bollocks and everything else like that. <laughs> the, the crowd, even if the crowd are watching the show for the first time, they go, all right, he's a bad guy. I'm going <laughs> to boo him. But like I said, they were cheering him over Logan. So. Yeah. If, if that if that doesn't work and Baron Corbin doesn't work, who's next? Is it Jinder? Vince. Shanky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Riddle is back to being his lockdown levels of moron. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. As he speaks to Bobby Lashley's United States title and then the human Bobby Lashley as well. Riddle says he's going to hit Seth Rollins with an RK bro out of nowhere, but then realizes it can't be out of nowhere because he just said he was going to do it. <laughs> That's actually a good point, by the way. He wants to watch Stranger Things with Bobby, because that's currently what everyone's talking about, mm -hmm. because he gets scared. I wouldn't be so scared if Big Bob Lashley was there with him. Bobby doesn't want to. <laughs> and these are my friendly fist bump. Like, get away from me, freak. Yeah, I think Bobby said, uh, I've already seen it, Soz, pal. Yeah. But I think Bobby was lying, all right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, Bobby Lashley has to be a babyface now, so it's like, big smile on Bobby, like, yeah, it's great. He's like... Yeah, even I've got my limits, me. Just imagine, like, wrestlers backstage going, hey, Bobby, I want to give that human centipede a go, but I'm a bit scared. Can I watch it with you, Bobby? Oh, oh shit. I've already <laughs> seen it on shelf. Human centipede. Beat it. He <laughs> probably could, to be fair. Oh. Well, it's not hard, is it? That doesn't matter. What is point. it? What? To beat the human... I reckon I'll get beat up the human centipede. What, what's, the, what's, what's the end goal with that... Like the human centipede? What's the end goal? To build a big one. But what, Yeah, but, like, does it do anything? Well, no, they just eventually die, don't they? Oh, is that just it? Infections and whatnot and yeah. in the mouth and that. No, then they fight, you know. Let's <laughs> do the fight. Just kiss. Stand up. At Survivor Series, it's Raw's Human Centipede versus Smackdown's Human Centipede. There's a question for a big question. Oh, God. If we were to what build a thumbnail that would the be. perfect WWE oh. Human Centipede, who would be the five? Is it, It's three, isn't it, in the first one? Three. Who would be the perfect three for the for the role? Are we doing this now? Or no, no, no. no God. <laughs> Colholic loses its mind one week. Anyway, Alexa Bliss and Asuka defeat Dewdrop and Nikki Ash in straightforward fashion. 
Last time we saw these two, I thought Dewdrop and Nicky Ash were about to split up, but now they're back to being like, mm-hmm. all right, well, guess we're teaming up then. Because like, it was a, Dewdrop was like, you, you got to get serious there, pal. And then she, ago now, she did. She's like, I am serious. Oh, yeah, I've, I've turned my attire black. Yeah. That's not serious enough for you, is it not? Uh, so I don't know. Yeah. It's a waste, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, we're still waiting for Nicky Ash to start being like grim, Batman style, like. A Monday Night Raw, only one man <laughs> can sift with the garbage oh, that is the division. Give her a tab. Just have her smoking on the air. Oh, yeah. Do you know what you say? Are you all right? Why are you talking about that? <laughs> but it's because Nikki in this match with uh, Asuka especially, I thought it was like, she's really, you forget she's really good. Mm. I know I know the gimmick's her idea and initially it was a nice idea, but they're doing bugger all with it to take it off her for goodness sake and just make mm. something other because she's good. Also, it's where Alexa Bliss is back and she just person on the roster yeah, yeah. but There's i don't know if they're just keeping it down here at this level while they've got the other people at the higher level i don't know why she needs lily title. as well yeah that's a drawback for me but here we go we should speculate about this as well because at the end of the match after alexa pins nikki she grabs nikki's arm and does some sort of snatch their uh, sassy handshake maybe that's just what because could that be about that it? could just be because they used no to be it's mates. a real life thing they used to oh it's a real life yeah, thing. of course it's gotta be that's right <laughs> Yes, all the women, is. all the shooting on each other. We're on YouTube. Do. Yeah, it's real life. Oh, okay, sorry, it's real life. Yeah, I course. reckon. I reckon. <laughs> Nikki sat on Lily backstage, right? Oh, and Alexa wasn't right. happy, so she's like, she snapped a WWE card. Or Unprofessional it was. wrestling continues. Jimmy <laughs> <laughs> Uso is set to take on Angelo Dawkins before the match. R Truth shows up, and he has a certification as a tag team counselor and referee, showing off a textbook three count with accompanying knee slide. And a pretty perfect 10 count, very accurately done. Mm. Ooh, love Lovely. to see it, don't you? Really, really good. Well, yeah. he only got mm. to seven, didn't he? He didn't get to get to 10. But, you know, while the seven lasted, it was good. It though. was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty good. <laughs> could, have, could have gone for three more seconds. Yeah, like, yeah. Three, but yeah. Uh, three and a half stars. Truth wants to fight the Usos for calling him a clown ass. Almost comes out and helps the Usos take down Truth and the Profits in a six-man tag. And it was all right, actually. Yeah, it was all it right. It was another advertised match that didn't happen, though. Yeah, yeah another one. We went to get Crazy. Jimmy versus Angelo. I know we saw it recently, I think, but damn you. I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> I, I was all right with them changing this. <laughs> yeah. And also, the, oh, who is going to be the special guest referee for the mm-hmm. Summer match? Because that was an, an amazing match they had at Money in the Bank. And I'm like, oh, this lost? That's a shame. They went, oh, wait, the shoulder. Oh. Who could it be? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mick Foley has re-signed. Oh, yeah. Slick. And he's Slick, done... Slick Johnson. Slick Johnson. <laughs> WCW's finest referee. What can they say on Jeff Jarrett's podcast that he was just Scott Steiner's mate? In the gym, yeah. Yeah. And, and then he needed like, a referee one time. He went, all right, you're a ref. He's like, what? He wow. Picked, he picked it up double quick speed. Yeah. I, the, the, the concussion bit with Jeff Jarrett on that podcast as well was shocking for me. Mm. Oh, with uh, taking the snooker. Yeah. yeah. And he just continued. He was back doing it the next night for the Thunder taping. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's um, what was just earlier. We were on about like all the wrestlers would just do it through. He's like, yeah, how are you feeling, Jarrett? I'm all right. Okay, good enough. Yeah. It's like, oh, get out yeah. there. Do some wrestling. <laughs> Amazing podcast, by the way. It um, is a really good podcast. Even Kevin Paul Nash's... was nice on there. Paul. Paul Bramwell. Was that his name? I think he's too nice to his guests, me. I like it mm. when they get challenged a bit, but Paul's just it. like, yes, that's good. I, I killed it. a dog. Oh, that's lovely, though. Yeah. <laughs> wow, well, you'll need to get bed insurance. From... <laughs> that's the segue to that show and scene. <laughs> Uh, you so, must be all Kevin Nash's as well, weren't you? Uh, it's just dropped now, and I can't wait to. Oh man, I was. It, yeah. I've listened to the oh, whole thing. It? Like, came up, it was really good. But the first ten minutes or so, he's like any other old-time wrestler. He's like, "Oh, these kids today—they go too quick." I was watching Seth Rollins, man, he wasn't selling. Then all of a sudden, it goes to politics. It goes to this, that, and the other. All these real-life issues, like 
Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. I'm looking forward We've to it. We've got the first 10 minutes out of the way, but now we're in there, Kevin Nash. Thank you. Yeah. Seth Rollins, who doesn't sell anything, drops an Elegante reference on his way to asking who in the hell Riddle thinks he is. I don't remember that. Was he? Just Elegante. El Gigante. El Gigante, yeah. I say, I say Elegante, that's how JR said it. So if you need a man to get a name right, you get JR. <laughs> Theory then interrupts him and asks if he has any advice when it comes to cashing in the money in the bank. Ron's and Theory head off for a cocktail, maybe a zombie, and a hearty discussion about being a dick in the realms of professional wrestling. Wow. Yeah. You can ask for better help, could you? <laughs> Do you think Elegante could be in max, <laughs> maximum male Of course models? he could. Yeah, absolutely. Way I Drag race as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Elegante. <laughs> Elegante. Elegance. Mick, Mick Foley's flaming flannel shirt, a radar kill shirt, a you-can't-see-me scene a cap, and some chunky fingers applying some sort of viscous substance to a wall from a goblet were seen in the latest creepy video about a creepy person coming to be soon. In the, <laughs> the words of Paul Heyman, hide your wives, it's Edge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Edge is back. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be. There was another shot as well of like the guy from the back, and it looked like... Edge's Rhea Ripley quaffed hairdo, so uh, you know, the fiend will come back soon, I reckon, just off the back of that, because yeah, that's random bollocks happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I like the promos. They're good, aren't they? But they're a bit too on the nose now, I think. Yeah, yeah because before they were mysterious, weren't they? It, it was, was like, like oh, little... could, who could it be? And I was like, all right. Yeah, because yeah. it was like brief second shots of things like the the Hardy's wristbands, but yeah. now it like kind of lingers on the things a little bit too much. It's like, oh. It's gonna walk All the down. excitement's gone now. Next week he's gonna walk down the street and there'll be a bar, and inside the bar will have a live performance from Alter Bridge. Yeah. <laughs> it's the fiend, everyone. <laughs> Logan Paul, pause for effect, says he's coming to Raw next week so Miz can read his lips. Ross thinks Logan needs to update his kitchen cupboards because that <laughs> that kind of lipless wood look is so 2006. That's my main takeaway from the segment. You have to see that. I, I can't, I can't really name. remember. I didn't pay any notice. That, uh, what, what like they look tanny like? brown lipless wood look is oh, very, very 2006. That's it, Dan. Yeah. You find it for Yeah, us. go on. Frantically typing. kitchen. <laughs> Logan Paul kitchen. Images are should be. I'm, exci- I'm excited about this. Do we get... Uh, if you... They probably won't show it because it was a... Uh, pre, uh, yeah, like a there you go, second row. Oh, oh look at that it. Liptus one. Oh, oh yeah, right, yeah. What's that? Yeah. Plenty of money, Bonnie. Hey. Oh, it's coming, it's coming, it's, it's coming. coming. There he is. There he is. Yeah. Get them updated for goodness sake. What's that, that light as that well? What's the sh- he must be around at his granny's. Yes, yeah, Granny Paul. Sorry, Granny. Two seconds. Go record for some. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian-developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. With Lashley and Riddle in control of the main event tag team match against Rollins in theory, that dirty dog, Dolph Ziggler, makes his return to Raw. Mm. Did you realize he'd gone? Me neither. No. <laughs> After most recently being seen taking part in the last chance Money in the Bank qualifying battle royal and getting hoofed by almost through a table. I forgot about the table. Bit. I forgot about yeah. all of that. Dolph wears a nice blazer and sits politely at ringside. Not so dirty anymore. He cements his newly groomed doggy self. What? He's, he's oh, been a dirty oh, okay. dog. Now he's a clean dog. I get you. Well dog, done. Yeah. Well done. Cheers. By knocking Theory's feet off the ropes in the midst of a dirty dog pin attempt, and he kicks Theory in the mouth after Theory eats the fall to lose the match for his team. Riddle with the RK bro for the win. Dolph Ziggler, it must be the summer. He's getting a push. Yay! <laughs> I'm willing to give it a chance, me. Because I've said for the longest time the character of Ziggler's dead after all the big losses he's taken, especially over the last half decade. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's, it felt like after Survivor Series 2014, yeah. what came all those years afterwards, it just killed him off. But, you know, if he's going to come back and they're going to make him a baby face, because he can't do anything, can't he, that man? Yeah. He can do anything he wants to. It's sad. I'm realising now he's had more time in the post-glow of being the best wrestler on the roster from 2012 to 2013 than he has when he had the best run <laughs> in the week. We're all going to die soon. Yeah. <laughs> Dolph's, it, Dolph's, it should be. It should have been me. It should be. That's, he's been that more than he's been. Oh. The US champion who won the title then gave it away and then ended the rumble and got eliminated in like a minute. <laughs> that guy. Oh god, I forgot about you yeah. And what well, previously it was I voluntarily want to be number one or number two in the rumble because I'm so good. I want to start number one and go all the way to number thirty mm. with a crowd cheering and going, you know, you probably can, mate. <laughs> you're so good. You know what? So you're right. It, as you said, he's very talented. He's very good at what he does. It's just his character. Is staler mm. than Lesnar versus Reigns. Yeah. So. yeah, if they go all the way with it and just let him do the stuff he can do, just it'll work. But I don't know if they will because they never have done over for the past well since 2014. <laughs> yeah, that tag, oh, that amazing tag match with Drew versus the New Shield. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and then that was forgotten very quickly. <laughs> oh, the even newer Shield. Sorry. <laughs> Um, but the man thought that this match was quite good. Yeah, it was good. Bob and Riddle basically did Randy and Riddle stuff. I reckon Randy would have been seething at home. Oh. Just watching it. Seething. Yeah, he was watching Raw. If he was, he was probably playing, was playing video games or something. Yeah, watching Stranger Things. Yeah. yeah. Um, four and a half star frog splash from Rollins was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's weird to see Theory not only lose, but then get pissed on his chips again. This is the this is going to be the guy. I think he's losing one too many big things at the moment. Does that mean he's actually going to win at SummerSlam? Probably, because that's how they do it, isn't oh, it? Out of sight, out of mind, knock them down, yeah. build them up. Yeah. But I think you should just win more so he yeah. becomes a credible thing mm. if they're going to go down that way. True, but they, it's so weird because he's currently feuding with Lashley because, well, some of that match buggered off. Mm. So now he's got Dolph Ziggler feuding with him and he's also possibly winning, winning the battle. Oh, I hope... He's got a lot of stuff going on, hasn't he? Oh, I hope Ziggler just doesn't get fed to him. Oh, he will. Oh, what if Ziggler takes the money in the bank briefcase off him? <laughs> you can't have that. I'm taking it back to 2012, lads. <laughs> anyway, NXT. Oh, the main event. What a roller coaster. Roxanne Perez has seen sparked out 
in the NXT car park, the most dangerous place in the entire Western Hemisphere. True. Uh, with Cora Jade, the only other wrestler on the scene. Wade Barrett says it could have been her own partner and married Miller. Why did they do that? All the way through the show. It was like, who shot Mr. Burns? Yeah, (laughs) all the way. They interviewed about 500 wrestlers, and it sort of telegraphed what was going to happen. Mm. It was just like, you know, just don't mention the fact it could have been Cora, because why would it be? Mm. That's her partner that she's going to share all of her dreams with when they come true. Oh, that line still... I know you said pickles me there, but I don't know if that's right. I like that. Do you? Oh, I like gherkins and onions. Yeah. Oh, pickles, pickles, all right. Yeah. But you, you being pickled yeah. in a jar, yeah, yeah, I'd be a bit weird. Probably for the best. Why? I just, just won't be speaking anymore, will I? Because I'd be drowning in pickle juice. <laughs> so, Ross, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> ah, good talk. Uh, Robbie Brookside in the regal role is not doing it for me. He's trying to get the same haircut. I don't know, mm. don't know what haircut he's had for a while, but it looks like regal's curtains. The regal curtains. Yeah. It's not like the, the Gennetti hair since like the 90s, so it's weird him just going back there. Uh. Is it, has he been in that role for a little while then? Well, he was just he was the first on the scene when he got, who did oh, this? What's going okay. on? Yeah. Just like that. Everyone goes, wow, Robbie Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Giovanni came, Apollo came, Wade came during Gio's entrance because Benny Vidi Vici. Mm. Benny I means... love that entrance. Ben's on board. Look at I'm this. on board with this. I was like, when I, because I was like, oh, okay, Fabian Eichner, quite like, I'm excited to see how this goes. And then with the whole smile into the camera, and it just pauses for. Do a you know why bit. though? Why? He's Italian. He's a handsome <laughs> man, is why. My goodness gracious yeah. me. And by the end of this one, we all came. I ruined the flow of that line. I'm very sorry. <laughs> Giovanni takes a phone off a random plant in the front row with the referee giving the phone to anyone else but the man who owned it. Zion Quinn, very sweaty, pats Apollo on the head, which allows Giovanni to hit a sit-out last ride for the win. Very impressive. I feel move. like I should stand up and applaud because this match was off the scale. This was the match of the week for me, and it included the move of the week. Oh, oh is it? Hit the yeah, thing, It's Dan. also my woof-woof move, move of the week as well. Oh my! Oh, oh, oh baby! Mister Apollo Cruz is jumping off the middle rope. Yep. Sort of like we. Like he's going into a swing pool, like diving, <laughs> yep. and he's just diving towards Giovanni, who has stood up. Mm. And by the way, Giovanni, I looked at them closely. <laughs> He's not as he's not as big as Apollo. I would say Apollo is slight, slightly mm. the bigger and thicker man. I checked. Uh, they build height, uh, build weight. They're both uh, six foot or something. But Giovanni is two hundred pounds, and Apollo Cruz is two hundred forty pounds. Well, wow. this makes it all the better. Which is what I go on, for some reason somehow he catches him, looks like he's going to drop him, and then just goes. Oh. And then picks him up for a suplex and right. then nails it perfectly. He's dead good, isn't he? Yeah. He's dead good. I, did, I was very skeptical when this whole thing came around. I think as a lot of people were. But he's he's doing well on his own here. It's It's got to happen. And MMM is in my mind. Mm. But he's, he doesn't have a M in his name. Huh? He doesn't have a M, an M. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That's what. That's kind of like the thing, that's isn't what, it? That's a, just, wow. Is that just click? Wow, 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 here wow. again on fire, Mister. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's got. Oh. Thank you. The, the thing is, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen other people do that spot, but it's been big, big lad like Brian Cage mm. or Lance Archer. But it's been someone like uh, Marco Stunt yeah. or Puppet Jack jumping on the guy, the guy catch him. That's the first time I've seen someone bigger than the guy yeah. doing the, grabbing him, jumping on. So I'm like, okay, yeah. He's like the Dax Harwood 
of WWE, where he's been amazing in a tag team and in singles this year. Yeah, and he's also like the Takeshita of NXT because mm. he does everything perfectly all oh, the time. I like that. The wrestling on show here was amazing. Could yeah. I ask you a question? You can, you being sort of, You know, the aficionado on NXT 2.0 now. Um, now that Apollo Crews can see into the future, why did he lose the match? Because he only looks into the future to save people who are in peril. And f- and Mr. Giovanni Vinci, mm. at the time of their match, being the Italian Stalin that he is, mm. was not in peril. I can t- I can take that as a yeah. as a valid yeah. answer, right? Yeah. I Thank think Paul Cruz has been using his ability to go. All right, I don't know if I should get the Big Mac or the chicken burger. And he's like, in that in that <laughs> vignette, right, yeah. in that vignette that happened, like the first time we saw this stuff happen, that woman. Uh, that he saves, right? Did not look grateful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she looked badass. She was just like, she she just like looked straight at the camera at one point as well. It was just like, yeah. That's the office. To be fair, that would be quite heelish if he used his power to see in the future to win matches. So it makes sense for him. It makes sense for him not to be. Great power comes great responsibility. He's a good boy. Mm. I was taken aback aback, by how many uh, mentions of the main roster there was during this match. It felt like all they talked about was SummerSlam and things that happened on Raw and stuff. And I thought, that's not my NXT 2.0. I think that's a a call from above high. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was weird. No one cares where you talk about SummerSlam. (laughs) (laughs) You should care. It's the best part. We also learned that Wade used to carry Drew McIntyre after one too many glasses of red wine mm, in FCW. Chardonnay. Oh, because he was. Well, did he say? Yeah, but it was obviously said because he said that I've been carried by Wade. He's like, the time I've carried him after yeah. a few zombies. <laughs> then I kissed him. I don't know why I didn't he say that. Um, I don't like Zion Quinn. I don't like his character. I think he needs to concentrate on winning matches before doing things like this. Mm-hmm. The bitch. He's in win, does he? He stands and goes, oh, I'm the thing that epitomizes the superstar in WWE. Then he loses every single match he has. But I thought it was brilliant how they showed the shot again and they showed he was always there. And we didn't even notice it. No, it didn't. Yeah. That was you incredible. See, it's perfect, this show. Fantastic storytelling. <laughs> and the person taking the photos with a camera mm. on the phone, yeah. just like they're like really getting into it. The it, random plant. Yeah. That's the on only... Because Jack sits here, right, on this podcast. Yeah, he says he every week that the entire crowd in that NXT 2.0 col- uh, cauldron. Mm. That's the right word, isn't it? Yeah. Cauldron. Cauldron. Big cauldron. Yeah, the pot. How do I forget that word? Anyway, I'm on a stroke here. It's he says right. that to a man, they're all plants. And I'm like, they're not. I, they can't be. Some well, of them that's what, but because all. Some of them, yeah, some of them, some of them, some of them, obviously. In the like chase, guy, you jumpers, I'll accept. But that one that was sat next to the guy taking the photos, he wasn't a plant and he was getting well into it. <laughs> and I appreciated that. So He loved it. He loved being there. Because yeah. you could tell they're not all plants because they've been doing stuff where uh, the indie art well... Uh, Dull Hudson, the sex fest thing going mm. on there. When they ended that match, I think it was the last match they had on TV, um, and they all just kissed outside the ring each other. Probably being, oh, and the crowd were going, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was rubbish. It's like, okay, th- those are not plans. <laughs> Unless they were plans. Oh, uh, man. Tell them, the, tell them the crap. We're getting rid of them next week. They got <laughs> Becky Lynch's scripts from Raw. <laughs> <laughs> Cora Jade says herself and Roxanne didn't travel the show together. She calls Toxic Attraction bitches. And it, if, it, if it was them who was responsible for the attack, they'll have hell to pay. Later in the night, Toxic Attraction deny doing the attack and say that if she's, if she's buggered, Roxanne and Cora should just hand the tag titles back to them. Many say... Many says... Any, what? So when you're a champion, everything falls into place. Mandy Casting, says. Mandy says. Casting mm. doubt into the minds of the watching 2.0 field. 
don't think the viewership is as big as a universe, to be honest with you, right? Yeah, so the 2.0 universe is like, you can... The 2.0 field. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I think it's going to be really interesting knowing what we know now, seeing Cora Jade as a heel. Because to me, she sounds like a small girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, and she, not a bratty small girl, just a nice, you know, your next door neighbor's kid. That's Cora Jade. So to see her now be a heel is going to be really interesting. I'm I'm interested to see what happens with the with the tag team titles as well now. Mm. Eh? Yeah. Oh God, I, how will how will they coexist? How will they coexist? Exactly. <laughs> Big Tiffy stats. Big Tiffy Strats. Is in the salon bitching about what that psychopath Wendy Chu did to her last week. Did you see it? There's still dirt under her nails, man. Bless her cotton Louis Vuitton. She then says, well, it wasn't the best service of all time, but I guess it'll do. Yeah. See, that's and where she she's, na- she's quite nice because she didn't give them the bad review, right? She no. was like, not best in the world. So I won't bother with, with review or anything. Yeah. But I think... Baby face. Yeah. <laughs> I guess in that moment she was, yeah. Um, I thought the reveal of when she had her nails finished and then there was a sign on the wall behind her that read tough as nails mm, after she yeah. had her nails done. Mm. That's the sort of storytelling you don't get with other promotions. Mm. That's only it's NXT 2.0. Um, <laughs> but I also realized that maybe, and I don't know if this, again, I watched NXT late in the day, the receptionist that was doing Big Tiffy Strats' nails, uh, sorry, the, rece- the receptionist and the woman who was doing the nails were the same person. I don't know if we need to go back and watch this, oh, but they looked... Really? They, I'm sure the one doing the nails just had glasses on, and the receptionist was the same woman without glasses on. They, they, oh, that'd be they, hilarious they, if it they is. They did a part where they cut sort of to the person that was doing yeah. the nails. So um, I don't know if we've got mixed up there. I don't you know. Because I mean? they do just like randomly cut to that person and then cut back. Because mm. I was like, oh, that's the same person. She had a name that says, I'm a different person. Mm. <laughs> mm. But again, it's another thing that wouldn't happen anywhere else. But yeah. I love you noticing all this random crap. I really pay attention during NXT. I could uh, bless you. <laughs> Someone's got to. Cameron Grimes has no excuses for losing the title match last week. You can do everything the right way and still come up short, he says. He thought he was going to go to the moon, but instead he crashed into the sun. That was a beautiful little line. And it was ruined when JD uh, McDonough comes out to kick it. It sounds like the same Madonna, by the way. It's not Mm. just me, right? Madonna. Madonna's (laughs) here, yeah. Madonna comes out to kick a guy when he's down, which is all he can do, as he's really short. And probably can't reach when they're stood up. <laughs> I don't know why I said that in the mic. A weird thing for a new guy to say. The fans chant, we don't care. Those are not the plans. Cameron calls JD an Irish arsehole, which is a great little pub <laughs> around the corner. JD headbutts Grimes, yet still ends up being the one ring away like the little bitch, like all heels do. Have you seen the size of JD's head? That is considered that's, attempted that's exactly murder, a headbutt. It is massive. Because I wrote that line there about him being too small to reach someone when they stood up. Yeah. Before he stood next to Cameron Grimes, and he was the same height because of his massive head. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a power pod. He's Football crazy, he's chocolate mad. Grab a power pod and do the wrestling with, the with JD McDonough. Yeah. <laughs> he's built like a real life Playmobil. <laughs> <laughs> like an orange on a stick. So, yeah, he did that. He headbutted him. Cameron Grimes is going to be out for six or nine months. So we wish him all the best. Six or nine years, man. Come on now. <laughs> 
Um, I like the bit where Cameron flubbed his lines and was starting to speak about the North American mm. Championship and then got him back. He was like, I lost that recently too. It's Pulled on it my mind. It's on yeah. my mind. I thought lovely that was good as well. Yeah, like I, I didn't even tell him. So I thought it was, yeah, he probably is thinking about that. Yeah, mm. I thought it was good, me. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's been magnificent in the microphone this last few weeks. Yeah, yeah. it's nice. The, the layers to that character. And I'm not even taking the piss here. Mm. He's, he's being a baby face, but he's just being a disgruntled heel because he's lost some big matches recently. Mm. And he's trying to pass on his knowledge to these young whippersnappers. And also, he stood on the ring ropes at the end of this segment and shouted, I'm Cameron Graham's mother. And then we, oh, saw, the, we saw the second half of that word as well. Right down the camera. I'm telling you, this week, WWE, pulling out all the naughty words here. What else was I? Uh, well, there was thick, uh, AF. thick AF, and then that's not a naughty and word. Then, later on in here, um, I can't remember who it is. Someone says mofo. They just say mofo. Oh right, not wasn't Cameron Grimes. It wasn't Cameron. We Grimes. We had two Ooh. mofos it on was, one show. Wow. I can't remember who it was. Bloody now. hell! When they're in they're the going studio. to bed, mofo. <laughs> uh, the Creeds are doing some film studying. With former EastEnder and Spandu Ballet bassist Martin. How's he getting two mentions on this podcast this week? <laughs> <laughs> Roddy Strong catches his BF cheating on him with two other men. Roddy isn't happy and challenges Martin to a one-on-one -on -one match next week when it gets the DJ the 80s Christmas spectacular. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, uh, I guess this means Roddy's going to get completely kicked out of the Diamond Mine next week. Yeah. Oh, I feel bad for that. But then, the he, then the road is clear for him to go to... Mm. I've, 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 let that one, I've let that one slide. I was, in, I was convinced for weeks... But now it's not going to happen, and I'm okay with that. Although, well, well done. If it did, you know, you have Gio Giovanni has growth in it, personal growth. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> if you did have Giovanni and Roddy involved in it, mmm. Mm. <laughs> Just a stroke in it. <laughs> you God. okay? I don't know. Getting a bit hot. Getting a bit hot in here, isn't it? Are you all right? Maximum male models. What were the arm? The G stand for? Right. Gnarly. Right, no. <laughs> right, gnarly. <laughs> oh, that's good. This is when Ross is suffering from watching NXT 2.0 too much. Oh, man. He starts talking like he's on the show. You know, putting my notes together on here takes long enough, but having to write Jax as well this week. I know, oh, bless God, you. it took twice as long. <laughs> oh, Stir crazy by the bless end. <laughs> the almost Diamond Mine member, take the backseat, defeats Caden Carter. Thanks to a gnarly roll. You just said gnarly in real life in oh, front of us. It's a gnarly roll of reversal out of an almost standing suplex position. Aganal is impressed by this. Mm. Just helped a little bit, but. Yeah, those 8 a.m. Well, last Wednesday, uh, last Thursday, sorry, it would have been one at the 8 a.m. gym session. Paid yep. off, paid dividends, so it did. Um, but it was a lovely arm takedown by the almost Diamond Mine member, Paxley. Um, mm. And the brutal drop kick through the ropes from Carter. Yeah. Oh, mm. this was a good one. That was good. Yeah. yeah. You gotta be working hard if you want to be in the diamond mine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Look how hard they're wrestling each other. To be fair, I think she needs to work a bit harder than Tatum Baxley because a diamond mine member should not have submissions put on her person as easily as mm. Caden managed oh. in that match. But there. she's learning, she's learning. Yeah, you hopefully. Know, she's Another AM gym session. She'll be she'll she'll, yeah. she'll get there. <laughs> and then further personal growth, which the show is all about. Joey Gacy says there'll be a breakthrough in the schism. That, that's oh, right. Man. That's the new name for the Diad and Joe Gacy. 
The Jad will go through a cleansing and purification next week as they reveal their true intensities. Ooh. Did I write down intensities? I thought that was Identities. good. Identities. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell if he actually said that or not. You know what? That's it half is a meaningless. Pun. It's like Bray Wyatt 2015. That's kind of a pun if you squint. Yeah. Uh, there is plenty of room in the shade under the schism tree. <laughs> it actually says schism treat here. I love you. It's like, oh, oh whatever. Tell you whatever. Uh, I was watching this later. Bless you. Was... Whatever the bollocks that means, 2015 Bray Wyatt off wish and you're nonsensical, right? <laughs> it was bollocks, it was this. Poo. The only way they can pull this round is if, as we all expect, I guess we're all expecting it, the, the, the GYV who gets revealed next week. Yeah. Mm. If Zach Gibson just somehow dethrones Joey Gacy <laughs> and takes over and cuts promos that aren't just rambling bollocks. Yeah. Yeah. You know why this is a thing that this is aimed at Jack, so let's see if it works here. <laughs> you know why they're called schism? Because they're a bunch of tools. <laughs> oh! Yay! One for one so far in the crappy <laughs> jokes. Uh, it was poo, wasn't it? Well, I mean, of, look at them. Look of, at and listen to the three of them. Most of what Joe Gacy's done after week one <laughs> of NXT 2.0 has been crap. Yeah. <laughs> Bray, what would if Bray Wyatt looked and acted like he worked in an office? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there we go. Cheers. Uh, Two Essex Cowboys walk into a bar. This isn't a setup for a punchline. Pretty deadly. Get themselves a shot for JB and BJ's NXT UK tag team titles by dressing up as cowboys and walking into a bar where the champs were drinking. A small scuffle happens and the bouncers are conspicuous by their absence. Yeah, that's a good point. If this was England, all four men would have been thrown out and more of them would have tried a Superman punch. <laughs> Somehow, despite being on developmental deals, JB and BJ are able to buy everyone in the bar a drink. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bit too far for me. <laughs> but I okay. thought... That was fantastic. The way this was shot, it was like a proper spaghetti western for it me. It was. All that was oh. missing was a... In the background there. <laughs> Regretty spaghetti western. <laughs> the tension quark, is I just I thought someone was going to get a cap popped in their arse by the end of the segment, but it didn't happen, did it? Because it just sort of went their own ways. Yeah. No, because Fan and Henley went, hey, this is my boy. <laughs> you better get <laughs> And then they went, and they were like, well, we're really proud to be the NXT UK Tag Team Champions. <laughs> just went, why? Uh, uh, I forget who said this this week, but apparently they're going to give him back to Pretty Deadly because Pretty Deadly's due to go back yeah, home soon. back home, aren't they? <laughs> For a little bit. The visa's expiring, Harry. To take them with them. Yeah. It's not who's the most you know worthy person to hold a title these days. It's just, oh, you're going back there, are you? I'll oh, take, take these back with you. Yeah. Hey, do you like NXT 2.0? Yeah. Then you'll love NXT <laughs> UK. No. I wonder Come if on. anyone has been convinced by this run for JB and BJ to watch NXT UK. Well, after the segment, <laughs> where Fallon Henley at the bar to get the big old bat and go, get. <laughs> yeah. He... <laughs> why, wouldn't you, why wouldn't you watch it? Come on, pub. <laughs> that Playboy Sanger is laughing at his cannonball near Dull Hudson last week. Because, yes, we still are homaging Anchorman. Mm. Damn, damn right. Dull still has weather in his ears, in brackets, which is no joke, by the way. I stopped, you've told us before, yeah. uh, I stopped preventing swimming when I was 16. I'm still feeling the effects of swimmer's ear today. It's is no joke. True? Yeah. Yeah, it's no joke. Do you still get, does it still like water I still just get, in your head? No, yeah, it feels like about water in then. I just get random infections from time to time. So what is swimmer's ear? Just where you get what? It's mainly when you're doing front crawl. Yeah. And you do that, and you it's meant to be every three strokes. Mm. So you want to do, yeah, and then one, two, yeah. It's the same side, oh. and the water keeps going in. Oh. Yeah. That's very interesting. Thank yeah. you. Because I never used to like wearing a swimming cap. 
because mm-hmm. I used to get stuck in my hair and whatnot. Yeah. yeah, and have to put talcum powder in your hair. Oh, I didn't like oh. it. So I used to go without the swimming cap, but I, I regret doing that now because <laughs> yeah. it would have saved the water going in there. But yeah, oh. so I can empathise here with Dull Hudson. I thought I had a bit more pep in his step this week. I was going to say, he felt like he had more personality this yeah, time. Like, did. the most than I, that I've ever seen in, in this character. There was, like, actual inflections. Inflections? And he was doing the whole... Yeah. Trying to yeah. get the thing out of his ear. I quite although, like that. Although I do still enjoy Sanger being a nice guy <laughs> at St. Semper Feud. I'm like, oh, I'm really sorry I got you wet. No, no, how dare you? In the ring now. And then you get in the ring, and then Sanger beats Dill with a joke slam. <laughs> I think Sanger looks terrifying in his MMA gear with his black trunks. Mm. It's amazing. He's like, I've written down here, a terrifying Sebastian Turkai. Was that... Oh, Sylvester, Sylvester Turkey. Sebastian Turkai. I don't know. Who's, sorry, mate. Is, is sorry. he an MMA man? The new ECW from... Uh, oh, oh, God, yeah, of course. The funny thing was, they tried to hire him for years. Mm. He'd been in the developmental for ages. And by the time he got there, um, Elijah Burke just overshadowed him yeah. in every single department. He looked like... If you think Jordan Devlin has a big head. No. Sylvester Turkey. Yeah. You could literally put any window out in the world, even a bulletproof one. Just <laughs> see you later. The one man pinata. Yeah, but Dull Hudson's chest hair chest hair spot. Mm. When he pulled them out. I thought that was oh, genius. That no. And Sanger's people elbow is great as well. Mm. Yeah. His people's elbow. Like Looks really heavy. He's good. We learned the New York Mets were oh, were gagging for cum. Inside of their franchise. This is come Tuesday. Come Tuesday. Everybody. Oh, of course, of course, of course. How could I forget? How could I forget? Cheers, everyone. Cheers. He was a three-sport athlete, you know. Come himself. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Some really boring words for his opponent, Solo Sokoa. Shut up. This isn't baseball. <laughs> this isn't football. This is a fight. Solo Sokoa, it doesn't matter if it's the streets, the island, or in that ring. We're about to find out how tough of a fighter you really are. He said just like that. They have two people talking for him and he's still at this meeting. <laughs> Shut up. This isn't baseball. This isn't football. This is a fight. Why? This is a fight. Just so it, This is a fight. Just so it rolls. This is a fight. Why say it like that, man? Know. You're not a robot, come. <laughs> You're a real boy. <laughs> You're a real boy. <laughs> They're my the count out because they just can't keep their hands off each other. Bless. <laughs> Their brawl lasts for ages. It lasts so long that tall, pole fella who lost his NXT debut to Samoa Joe... <laughs> It's a really impressive few packages. Has grown a beard. Was he called Dan Mather? I knew I recognised him. I knew it. I want. Who's that lad? Dan, Dan Mather. Mather. That's right. He's grown Thank a you beard. for that. <laughs> Eventually, Oliver Cromwell, I've oh, ever got a stupid joke, puts her hands on Cum's tit and calms him down. Uh, Solo throws Robert Stone in the bin. God, this was me. the segment of the week, obviously. Um, I love the oh. fact that when Combs making his entrance as well, and Solo's clearly run towards him, he just doesn't do anything, just waits for <laughs> yeah. him to get there, and then he's just like, oh, now if I do it, what a weird man. Um, uh, this was just a showcase to show how much further ahead Solo Soko is than Come Tuesday. <laughs> he's a better yeah. talker, he's a better wrestler, despite Come being longer. Mm. He's harder, he's harder shoulder tackles and whatnot. Um, I didn't think the match was up to much. Um, I guess the finish was a bit predictable because they are so manly and yeah. so tough. Mm. <laughs> but I did like uh, come getting solo because um, obviously he comes solo and he bangs his head off the announce table and he no sells it because he's Samoan. Uh, he's bringing it back. Yes, see, hard as heads. Yeah, in they the do game. Have hard heads. It's a true story. Yeah, that's right. 
just science. Uh, Carmelo and Trick are out the town with some honeys, speaking about their wrestling exploits next week. Despite this, the, honey, the honeys don't leave. There is hope for all singletons. This is the pod worldwide. Come on. Wrestlers, cool. They had multiple uh, women for each of them. Yeah, and they yeah. were talking about what they were wrestling last week. Yeah. And not one woman left. That's yeah. amazing, that, I think. <sighs> they go up to the penthouse and suckle champagne like there's no tomorrow. They look at their surroundings, realize how far they come in life, and call themselves the dream team. Now we're in the pool. When will this night end? When will it end? Yeah. I don't know, I think it's still going on now. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's a good time. Were, were we setting up for something between Twick? Uh, <laughs> between Twick? <laughs> between Trick and Carmelo here? Because Trick was doing the whole, uh, like, I'm dead good on whatever in the... Uh, this is where I think he said, I'm a bad... No, mofo. And then Carmelo was like, well, now, now, now. And, you know, let's uh, let's, let's settle uh, down a little bit. It's there, that's been a recurring thing when they do these segments, when the barbershop mm. and stuff like that. It's like, I'm the best. He's like, well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, they had all the honeys there, obviously. And they could have just been trying to impress the honeys. I mean, that's that true. Yeah. yeah. The honeys at one point go, yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're great. Yes, we're all massive fans of NXT 2.0, they yeah. all said. Wow, I'm such a fan. I'm watching NXT UK next <laughs> week. All right, all right, all right. Don't, don't overdo it. Uh, cult leader Lash Legend can shoot them hoops. She cuts a promo where she rolls her ball away. I forgot about that. Alba, Alba Fire stops it with her bat, symbolizing something. <laughs> During their match, Alba appears on the, the era stage. Is that what they're called? Era stage? I've, I've called it the era stage because I always picture the Undisputed Era up there. Oh, oh right. Yes. That platform stage. Oh, okay. Thing. Yeah, you yeah. are. And well, the, plays, the regal platform. The I, was, I was calling it the regal platform. Yeah. That works as well. And plays the basketball. Indy does a top rope ethanator and reverses a legend roll up attempt to steal the win. After the bell, Alba proves why the Scottish aren't the best at cricket, and she fails to make contact with Legend while swinging her bat. Oh, true story. Yeah. Um, it was a shame, obviously, about the, the right. finish and Indy having the big spill off the top mm. rope, and then the sort of messy pinfall that happened. But apart from that, I thought there was a nice tarantula stretch thing by Lash Legend mm. in the middle of the ring, utilizing her range and length in body. What? Oh, she's a, well said. She's tall, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think we'll be telling. <laughs> I, don't I don't think we'll be telling the grandkids about this match. To be fair, yeah. but yeah. I'll say this: I did like last station got a line beforehand. She got like ten seconds to speak, but she said you got more chance of finding love on a dating app than beating me. <laughs> that line hits different when you're in your thirties. Let <laughs> uh, me just say that. Uh, but yeah, she messed up the thing. But they did the quick small package, whatever. Yeah, yeah is what it was. Yeah, yeah. And don't worry, there's worse finishes to come. Uh, but who cares? Because chase you, head to London. They do things all tourists do that mustn't live up to expectations. <laughs> Andre and Bodhi turn up, they turn down National Gallery in mm. favour of a trip to Buckingham Palace. Andre believes the Queen is a fan of Chase U. <laughs> and then we learn the Andre Chase extension is getting added onto the palace. Can you believe it? The Andre yeah. Chase extension on Buckingham <laughs> Palace. The Queen's house. Yeah. I mean, whose house? Queen's house. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn then messed up because he dared to call Chase U seventh best. Uh, I was more impressed by the fact that maybe Myers did deceive me, but they put the big Chase U flag on, on the palace. On the palace? Yeah. They, the must have, bollocks. they must have done that. It looked like the, the gates to me. So they must have done that really quickly. Yeah. And then ran. Ran, yeah. Because you fellas with your big yeah, yeah. feathery yeah. hats. Step yeah. away from the guard. Yeah. The rifles and that. Yeah. I would just like to put out a big thank you to London Mayor Sadiq Khan um, for putting a massive welcome sign on that National Gallery to. Obviously, welcome yep. Chase U to London. So, mm -hmm. thank you to Sadiq Khan. You are the best. I don't know what else he does. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> I know what I'm doing, don't worry. Good, yeah, good, um, good, good. The way, when, when he shouts, he's on about the, the, the extension as well, he just shouts, we're royalty. Mm. He says it quite subduedly, doesn't he? I thought that was a brilliant touch. He's a fantastic I character. I like them even more now they've been to London. Sir mm. Andre Chase. Duke of Newcastle. Oh, he's getting knighted, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got to be the Duke of works. Yeah. He's got to be the Duke of somewhere, ain't he? He'd be the Duke Hudson. <laughs> the Duke of Hudson. <laughs> he comes back and he goes, that's my name. <laughs> now nah, you're actually called Dal now. I don't know why Andrew Chase is a cockney all of a sudden. Well, because he's been to London. Well, yeah, that's that, right, it'll make see? sense, yeah. 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 All right, all right. The Duke of Hudson. We'll have it. So Andre Chase. We never got to hear from um, what's her face again, though. I always forget again. The, 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 the lass who's there with them who annoys Bodie. Oh, uh, Oh, God, what's it like? They sent her off to the National Gallery, didn't they? They did, yeah. They sent her off for her own. Yeah, take some pictures. Because she's such a picture. Yeah, yeah. Hello? No one saw anything. The QR code loads up a game of Wardle. We know the last letter is a C, and there's an O in there, too. I've put the colours on there for you. You have, haven't you? Yeah, it's really good. So. What do you think? People are saying Havoc. Yeah. For Halloween Havoc. Not. Evil. Jesus. <laughs> Come on now. Mm. Um, that, that's, that's surely too much of a build, though. We only know that the last letter is C. C, yeah. And then, so. oh, wait, and there's another word in there, oh. too. Oh. Mm. I don't know. Croc. Orange Cassidy. Killer Croc. Croc? No, it's a Batman villain, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Cross is the other dude, Croc. sorry. Uh, Come? No. <laughs> Tony and Stax beat Edris and Malik. <laughs> Tony wants Santos cronies to prove their loyalty to him, which they do by kicking Malik lots of times off the bell, but he's still unconvinced and does want to know where the loyalties lie. You can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> Is this angle ever going to bloody end? I it's know. longer than all the Godfather films put together. Ross, uh, being an aficionado in AC 2.0, what is going on at the moment? Why are Phantasma with... Uh, the, um, How dare you ask that I, question? I, I, I just want you, I'm asking. I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Because there was a big blow-off match where the two families were fighting with one another and mm. Tony won the match, which meant the... Uh, Fantasma, you called him. How dare you? Ricardo del Fantasma. His name is Santos Escobar. Santos Escobar's family was absorbed into Tony's, but for some reason they haven't gone all the way with it. Okay. So they should have, obviously, the, the Escobar family dressing up like Tony's Yeah, family I thought that. And speaking like them and stuff like that, but mm. they refuse to do it. And it's just a, a thing that continues each week and gets no better. Mm. <laughs> oh, so this is not but, good then, is no, it? Not, it's not, no, no, no. But they did kill off. They did, I remember they killed off two times, yeah. Because he's been uh, let go, which is funny because, yeah, RIP. Oh, um, they literally dumped him over and goes, I can't believe he turned on me. Thank you. Thank you. Speaking of Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I was too engrossing. I, I need yeah. to know these things. So why is he in the... Because he got beat, badly beaten in his match. Is that why... Oh, no, Santa. I forget Santos why Santos is in... in I think uh, he totally just put him in there randomly, didn't he? I just put... Because Santos was, Santos was there, wasn't he? But then mm. he wasn't. I, don't, I can't remember the mm. reason why. But he's been discharged. Discharged. He's rehabbing at home. He's on he? the mend. Yeah. Thought, thrilling. Thrilling stuff. Edris was taking the piss in this match, though. My goodness. Mm. Edris Anofi. Mm. Absolutely fantastic. And I don't know how he can say Electra has been more of a loyal soldier than the lads has. When we see the lecture, have we? She hasn't done anything. What's she been doing here? Yeah. Oh, that's that's why she's more loyal. Yeah. She hasn't done anything disloyal. <laughs> yeah. Because everyone's have been disloyal. Yeah. So technically he is right, which is the best way of being right. Mm. Uh, Nikita Lyons is the latest person to be added, sorry, asked about who attacked Roxanne. <laughs> People have been messaging Nikita because they believe she would have the most to gain from Roxanne being injured. If she has a problem though, she will say it to her face. It wasn't her. Shaggy. <laughs> Shaggy. Or, or Pachiti. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember his uh, name now. Let's move on from that. 
uh, it says, Jesus Christ, not only is Axiom a genius of both maths and physics, he's also a superhero, which is some achievement when the Nigerian knight Apollo Cruz is on the roster. Axiom remains anonymous, but it's not about him, it's about everyone else. I did like the fact that he goes, I am anonymous. My name is Axiom. Yeah. <laughs> we know who he fair, is, fair but he's anonymous. Yeah, but we did the face, do we? We did a well, who we he did. is. I mean, I mean that it, could be Ricochet. The way he was flipping around ricochet. that ring, that could be Ricochet. It could be, but, it, but that's what I was thinking. What is this like their answer to Ricochet now? Maybe. Well, he was doing ricochet. He was doing the whole pose, wasn't he? He was doing. He did the ricochet. I think it's fantastic how he's like. It doesn't matter about me. What matters is everybody else. That's a superhero. And we're really going into the fact that he is a superhero, right? Because we had the whole thing last week where it was all the maths, Mm -hmm. all the equations, geniuses. A lot of superheroes are geniuses, Ross. You see? Ah, he'll just be like Bruce Wayne. Goes hand in hand. Bruce we'll Wayne's got Peter no Parker. special superpower. Well, we'll he? say Peter He's Parker. just got Rich. a boatload of yeah. money and he buys a cool stuff and he uses the cool stuff on the baddies. Mm. So I hope Axiom solves some equations, gets a job on Countdown, gets that. the big bucks and then comes back and Mixes beats up chemicals the in the ring to make like a smoke bomb and then he can, you see. He needs an Alfred. Oh, he does. Oh, Who Axiom, could be the Alfred? Axiom needs Robbie Brookside. Norman, Norman <laughs> Smiley. Oh. oh my God. Is he still there? I hope he is. I don't I remember because he, he was never on camera anyway. So nah. mm. now he is. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's, well, now, a- he's Axioms. Wilf- but, yeah. but Wilfred. Wilfred. Alfred. <laughs> Wilfred. Oh yeah, I can't call him just Larry Alfred. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Will. <laughs> I'd be really sorry to call you exactly the name of the thing we're naming you after. Uh, Manny says Roxanne. No one in general. Roxanne is no one in general. Is Manny woman says enough? Roxanne and no one in general. And no one in general is enough to challenge her for the title. Cora Jade appears with a really long skateboard <gasps> and says if her pal can't be in the match, she'll step in. Roxanne appears and Cora's like, you don't have to do it, but she does anyway. Mandy batters Roxanne, especially the battered ribs. But And then Roxana makes a comeback. It's like Istanbul in 2005. Does that make it 3-3? Alonso, Roxanne, misses the rebound from the pen and it stays 3-2 to Milan. Just like that. Cora, Cora J turns on her pal by twatting her in the battered ribs with her title. Nobody saw this coming. And then the really long skateboard made from soggy biscuit <laughs> oh. snaps before it even makes contact Roxanne's back. Botchamanian dude, don't be silly. Why would you do that? <laughs> uh, it was so weird because the crowd were going banana for Perez's comeback after the, the attempted parking lot murder and then her getting battered down. She could make a comeback. They were really into this. They yeah. were going so well. I'm like, wow, they've actually got something here. And then she turned on them. <laughs> and then Tom had the best bit on Twitter. He said, from the first time they turned up on TV the last night, Team 2001, which he calls them that, lasted 36 days. That's a, that was their official 36 name. 36 days. Team 2000. Because they're both born in 2000. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They actually called. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Blink, I missed that. I'm sorry. I must have missed that. Sorry. <laughs> I have a yogurt in my fridge that has now lasted longer than Team 2001, says Tom. Don't eat it, Tom. That's a long, that's, that's a long time that's for a yogurt. That's a long time for a yogurt, that, isn't it? <laughs> Come on now. Um, uh, I don't know where you start unpacking this one. Either Cora's acting when Roxanne came out was either brilliant or terrible because she didn't look arse one bit. Either that's like the cold look of a psychopathic killer. We see that all the time, don't we, with these documentaries? I watched oh. that documentary this week on Netflix about the little girl who was stolen by the man and the man married her. What? I, I know what you're referring to. I haven't seen Netflix. I'm God, like, oh, God what that a- was... Uh, Harrowing Wikipedia read. Vince Russo put that thing together because the Whoa. twists and turns on that thing just don't see him coming. Do you remember what it's what the documentary is called? called. Um, I, again, I know the instant you're referring to. But yeah, mm. you know all that, that stuff. But I don't oh, he's on it. Ah, oh, Dan is on uh, it. Like a girl in the picture or something, isn't it? Oh, um, oh. 
Oh, is that what it is? Not abducted in plain sight. That's the old. That's, that's the other. Yeah. It's like the girl, the girl in the picture or something. Okay. Like I think it's called. I'll it's look an unbelievable that. documentary. Um, but where we're we going? Well, if we think about it, if we think about how NHC 2.0 is, right? Then yeah, she did a good job. Yeah. If you think about it, that's not the right one, Dad. <laughs> it's all right. The girl. They, oh, it's there we go. Right. You've nice. only told them the name Thanks, three bro. times. Um, Mandy is like Triple H in 2003. More and more each week, I think. Just the way she's getting booked, the way she's wrestling. Um, and, but Roxanne, I thought, you know, I know you get lost in the moment, but hitting the crossbody with your ribs, really? Come on now. Come on now. You're going to be champion, are you? That's not champion material in my eyes. Um, hey, Cody Rhodes can have <laughs> an entire match. <laughs> then she's doing these, after all this, like, ah, oh, I'm dying. These per- picture-perfect roll-throughs. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, but yeah, and then obviously the skateboard will live on forever. Yeah. The turn, I don't know. It's, as I said earlier, I'm really interested to see how Cora Jade is as a heel. Because she just seems too nice inherently to do that. I don't know why they've done this. No. At all. What a stupid... Look, listen how, how wild that crowd was going. And I'm like, that now seems a turn after 36 days. Tell you this, I Triple H, don't know what they've done he's it. come back and he's ruined it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know what? Yeah, I don't like the storyline. Hashtag not my NXT. I don't even know if he's the head honcho these days, is he? I know Shawn Michaels was while he was gone. I don't... I sorry, th- oh, sorry, it's all right. He's, uh, I think he's still got... He's got some semblance of creative control now, right? I think. But yeah, what's going to happen to the belts? The belts. Cast aside like their main roster counterparts. Yeah, probably. Oh, maybe that's it then. Yeah. Oh, wait. Well, don't need these anymore then Mm. on the main roster. Ah. Operation Get Rid of All the Women's Tag Team Belts. They've got a pretty stacked division, to be fair, with the, the, I call them the Samba Lasses. Um, you, whatever the names are, the really fancy names. Mm. Sangers, Lasses, like those two. Uh, they've got the Cowie Girls, yep. Toxic Attraction, obviously. Yep. Uh, that's it. To name a few. <laughs> to name a few. <laughs> so I will see what happens next week, I guess. AEW. Best friends make it known they have managerial licenses thanks to Danhausen. A right going... touch. Because of last week's storyline. That's mm. right. Yeah. And they're going to cheat on behalf of Orange Cassidy as he takes on Wardo for the TNT title. Chuck Taylor gets a chainsaw out, which he's the best friends ejected by Baldy Bryce. <laughs> don't know if you don't like him. Uh, Wardlow goes on to win a ding-dong battle after reversing the orange punch into a powerbomb out of nowhere mm. with the sex pin for the win. It's good. Mm. Initially, I was thinking, why on earth have they given babyface Wardlow this title when his first defense is against a babyface who was more popular than him? Mm. But then we saw the sick gnarly cartwheel out of an attempted DDT. Yeah. And I was like, that's why. Because they're showing, as Jim Ross probably would call him if he was on commentary at the time, which he wasn't, a 5-2 player by God. He can do everything. That's the first yeah. time I've seen that sort of agility. So I was like, that's, that's why. That's, mm. why. Mm. that's why they've done it. Yeah, they were a good, uh, I think they were a good pairing. Because initially, I guess, well, then again, actually, thinking about it, whenever you hear someone go like, oh, Orange Cassidy's up against this person who's slightly bigger, everyone's like, why are they doing that? But then, mm. like, it makes sense when you actually finally see it. And I thought they worked really well. And I think, obviously, with the whole, uh, the bit beforehand backstage where they were like, we're going to cheat to win. I kind of... Uh, they doubt in the mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, after that first bit, I said... Then Wardlow beat down Orange Cassidy, the babyface who's more popular than he is, yep. for ages, mm. and the crowd died. So I was like, why have the book this much? <laughs> <laughs> it should have just been shorter, shouldn't it, with a few more bombs here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. But they had to make both look good. Mm. Get the stuff in, as yeah. they say. And I think it worked well. Crowd very hot for it, uh, especially towards the end. Where it's like, all right, who is going to win? Is Orange Cassidy? No! Powerbomb. Love yeah. the finish, like. Mm. Very uh, good. Out of nowhere, powerbomb. Yeah. Oh. 
Not a symphony, just a, a single. Yeah. yeah. Good enough. Because you can't, beep, be, you can't be a heel, man, doing yeah. that. Uh, show highlights from Pac vs. Shoulder. I've already told about that. Yeah. Uh, Jericho claims he is a living legend and Eddie Kingston's superior. What? And he's superior to Eddie Kingston. That's what. Okay. Yeah. No, he said Eddie he's, Kingston's superior. Yeah. He says, yeah, but when you say that, it can sound like you're saying, no, he's he is, but he's superior. Yeah. Superior to the. Oh, it's like Dwight K. Schrute, isn't it? He's the superior to. Yeah. Jim. Eddie Kingston is Chris Jericho's subordinate. Yes. Yes, there we go. Yeah, yeah, that's it. We got there. <laughs> he says being a friend, Eddie Kingston, is a worse, is a curse worse than anything Danhausen can do. Jericho won the first ever barbed wire match in Canadian history at the age of 22. He then announced the undefeated in AW Painmaker. He's going to wrestle this match. Oh, no. He then takes the piss out of Eddie's alcohol and mental health excuses and mentions Noah and his arc. Eddie men, uh, responds by saying, look at what you did. Bring the most violent version of yourself. See what barbed wire everywhere. P.S. Shark Week. All this <laughs> week on the network. Somebody will be in a shark cage. We don't know why and when, but good promo by Jericho, yeah. who's talked a lot of crap this week, has to be said. Oh, is that the true Geordie thing? Yeah, I feel because I I think that was recorded after the, literally after the first thing that came out about Vince. I think they released that after uh, all the other stuff. I would um, like to think if Jericho was doing that interview after the, the other stuff came out, he'd say something a bit different. But I think that was him just reacting after to the that first image. bunch of stuff coming out. It's still wait, it's bit... even then it's still not good. Mm. Well, no, it's like, it's immoral, isn't it? But like as yeah. he said, it's not illegal. But again, he's oh, yeah, well done, he's try, trying to get money out of Vince McMahon in the future, I assume. So he's yeah. trying not to burn that bridge, I guess. Stupid so, idiot. Yeah. Um, I thought Jericho's promo could have been about five minutes shorter. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the only thing he said of worth is that the pain maker's coming back. Yeah. And uh, he puts, he thinks a lot of people put more stock into that than, I don't know what am I saying here? I think he thinks it's a lot more beloved right. by people than it actually is. Right. Like, ah, it is, it okay. is Cactus Jack. Yeah. yeah. And it's not that way. It's not, it? yeah. No. Just, he just put me. A bit yeah. of, like, work range, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. um, it's just, it was meant, that, that promo was that long, and he was that long and just said the mm. same thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm happy that this is going to be finished next week. Yeah. Yeah, so am I. Very much but so. But he was, he listened to his podcast about his pulmonary embolism. I mm. listened to the write-up about it, uh, happening in Newcastle, the Riverside. Yeah. Yes, that was the first noticed it. That's why he had to cancel dates and tours because he was out of breath for the first time doing his yeah. singing. Yeah, he just said like, that. That's basically why this feud's gone the way in the directions it has done, and the, mm. the JAS wouldn't have happened without it and stuff like that. So yeah, it's mm. horrible to listen to like, all what he went through. But he, he got quite lucky with his bloody private medical care and yeah. whatnot, and his his rock doctor. Rock <laughs> he did doctor. say rock doctor. Yeah. <laughs> so is that know. someone he takes on tour with him? Just no, no, so just someone got... in the UK who comes out to I assume just tour and act. Oh wow! Yeah. And then just. Dr. Feel of... Good, they call him. <laughs> ah, that's bloody yeah. good, though. <laughs> bloody good. Right. Uh, John Moxie beats our favourite. Takashita. That's right. In a, a ding-dong battle to end them all. Another one. Title eliminator. A nice little touch here because Moxie's obviously the world champion, mm -hmm. but he had to beat him to get that shot because he's yes. a defending guy, but it wasn't for the title. He is so good now that Towards the end of the match, Moxie was power up and kicking out of moves, and there were some people in the crowd going, boo. Yeah. <laughs> like... Bloody hell, mate, you've just got in. People love you. I think the seeds have been certain to get to Keshta in the BCC. I can see that. I think Regal, so as well. Regal noted on commentary that when the BCC are training, there's always one guy lurking in the corner, a dirty, <laughs> scrappy <laughs> pervert that he is, mm. and it's Mr. Takeshita. I thought this match was pretty much like when Wheeler Yuta had that match with Moxley. Mm. And it was when, when Takeshita started bleeding, I was like, oh, it reminds me of the, the, the star-making Yuta match. And mm. I guess it's... 
you'd have had less stock in him than than Takeshita did last night at yeah. this point. But I thought it was pretty much the same sort of thing. I think that I think that's a good shout actually, I, because I think he's already done quite a lot in DDT. Uh, since he's been there and he's been there for a while I think too so this would seem like and with the way that he's over with the fans I think it'd be the natural progression to stay in AEW I think and he wrote his graduate thesis on a German suplex he did I read about that yeah <laughs> what? what a man <laughs> what a you, man how would you do that I don't didn't say what grade he got for it <laughs> I'm guessing an a, 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 a plus because the ones that he pulls out are phenomenal yeah. no 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 so you mean an S grade? And that, yes, hey, S tier. That was a nerdy plus. thing. I'm sorry, I didn't get it. Brody King says <laughs> he's meeting, he's, he's getting his. There we go. By taking Darby Allen's chips, he's getting his by taking Darby's. Getting Shit. his, he's getting his. <laughs> What's he getting? His chips. His. Oh. Footage you showed of Brody smacking Darby around at meet and greet over the weekend. Good on you, Brody. Yeah, I mean, they didn't reference the footage at the end of last week. Oh, no, they did, sorry. Yeah, they, they did, did, yeah. Because it was weird that they didn't do it on Rampage, but they did it here. Yeah. The stuff that might have been left in by mistake, we don't know, mm. on the fight. It's oh, weird, yeah, yeah. Like, it goes, yeah. cuts to black, and then it comes back again. Yeah, and then yeah. he was walking, Malachi's like, oh, yeah. it'll be, it'll be people, okay, don't People we? tweet like, oh, Tony, we can still see everything. That I was like, <laughs> shut up, shut up, you idiot. <laughs> Christian Cage says, just like Jungle Boy, Brian Pillman had a father, uh, and he believes Brian Pillman Sr. was average at best. And not a multi-time world champion like he is. He thinks Pillman Senior would be appalled that his final contribution to the business was Brian Junior. Go on I, then. I agree with the, <laughs> the last bit, but not the first bit. Christian thinks Griff. He said Griff put, put you online. And you're like, I'm trying to figure out why I don't like this picture of you. It's because you look like Jungle Boy. Mm. Crowd didn't react for that. I thought that was a joke that we all yeah. don't know, but apparently not. Um, and that's why Luciosaurus wants to beat him up. Luciosaurus <laughs> beats him up, and then to put Griff through Brian and a table via choke slam. After two attempts, because Brian Pillman is so thick. Yes. He is. Wait for it. Penny. Is it dropping? Because he's stupid. Oh. That's the same WWE. He's stupid AF. Oh, God. Uh, well, I've just demonstrated that. that right there, huh? you, Jesus Christ. But, um, oh, my God. I was like, is this a bit he's doing? But no, it's not. No. He's both thick. CC. But also thick as in stupid. I'm just thick, stupid, me. Oh. And he got a nice ass. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that. I'll Dan's take that thumbs from up, you. you see. Dan's got his thumbs. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Approval from the bleachers. <laughs> so they've rained Christian in this week, which mm, I thought was. They've rained him in. Ah, he rained the dead. Your dad dead. Your dead, but your dead <laughs> dad was mid. <laughs> they've rained him in. Man. That's rained in. Let him go off. Compared to the last two weeks, of course it is. Oh, well, you, you, your dad's dead. He wasn't even good to be yeah. good. Oh, he, he is rubbish. Been... <laughs> Dad, can we have MJF? But we have MJF at home. <laughs> wow. I love how Christian dresses me these days. Mm. She reminds me of like a Team America villain. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Just like the, the tail neck and that on. Um, yeah. But I, I still, we, last week, he got cut off when he was about to explain why Luchasaurus was aligned with them. And we still didn't find out this week. Because that's the one big letdown for this storyline for me. Because when we watched AEW at the start, Luchasaurus was a, a dinosaur with a master's degree. Mm. He's very eloquent. Yeah. And over time, he's just gone all mm. the time. And now we don't know why. So I, we need that bit filled in. And we need it filled in soon. Ooh. Tony. Ooh. Tony Tone. That's right. Fill him in, Tom. <laughs> Hi. Tony Schiavone has a knife pulled on him by Cool Hand Ange. Calm down, it's just a comb. Calm, Calm down. down. I it, thought it was a knife oof. at the start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't see it. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Something in here. The JAS asks how high the shark cage is going to be up next week and why Eddie's pals won't be in one of their own. Valid point. That is a good point. 
Because also, there was, I thought it was interesting how there was just the three of them in the promo. No Ty Conti, no Sammy Guevara. Mm. Jake Hager was probably getting ready for his match, but mm. still, are they going to have six people in a cage? Because that seems very dangerous. Lot. Well, shark wing, sharks, you know, dangerous. I know, Dangerous yeah. time. Barbed yeah. wire everywhere. There's no sharks in I the I haven't thought about huh? this, you're right. Yeah, there's so many of them. I think I've, like, different cages up, or... And they could have two of them in the cage and the four are going to interfere anyway. Yeah, because I don't know if they hmm. try to get the way out of it just by obviously Sammy not being on last night's show and Ty Conti, as we'll get on to later, setting up a feud for herself finally. No, right. <laughs> well, we'd, we'll get on to it later. Yeah, but yeah, yeah if they are, are going to have all six of them in there, that'll be interesting. That'd, that'd suck. Uh, hangman is interrupted by... Sammy and Tyler start shagging. <laughs> Can't find space for that long. More like the shag cage. <laughs> it's shag, shag week. week. <laughs> Barrett's favourite week of the year. <laughs> Hangman is interrupted by Silver and Reynolds, and a six-man tag is set up for Rampage because they want to take on the House of Black. I yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I like uh, Johnny Silver. Johnny Silver, long boy Johnny Silver, Johnny calling boy. the House of Black uh, spooky perverts, yeah. like people used to do about the Dark Order. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Nice bit of symmetry there. There you go. That's long-term storytelling. It really it? is because Hangman is still hanging out with Dark Order. Yeah, because mm. they drop off every week. I guess. Yeah. Like leaves on an autumn that's tree. That's why he, he just ignored them for ages because he, he couldn't stand Alan. <laughs> Now Alan's gone. And now he's gone. gone. He's come back in. <laughs> that trouble maker, Alan's gone. <laughs> Claudio Castagnoli interrupts Jake Hager. So interrupts, defeats Jake Hager in another ding-dong battle to end up. God, mm. a lot of them this week, oh. haven't we? With a Ricola bomb. What a freaking animal, mm. JR says, contributing to that. It's amazing that the real Americans were only around from July 2013 to April 2014. That is. But it feels like they were, made such an impact when they didn't win any tag titles. Yeah. <laughs> it's had a lot of promos, thanks to Dutch. Yeah. Then, and people still do the, yeah. the thingy thing. It was a good match, this as well. Oh, it my was. God. Like, really, so... I think this was like Hager's best match. Oh, 100 miles an hour all the way <laughs> right? through. It was it's fantastic. So and Claudio's still able to do the stuff he does to, you know, guys built like Ricochet or whatever, yeah. to Jake. Mm-hmm. And you're like, whatever. He makes it look normal. That's, goes, I was, Jake's huge. I was thinking towards the end as well, is Claudio just trying to blow up, as the rest of say, mm. Hager. Because, like, by the time at the end of the match was coming, he was doing the swing, all the big moves yeah. and whatnot. Hager was, like, dripping in sweat. Yeah. yeah. Like, and obviously, you can say why, because it was 100 miles an hour for ages. But Claudio was just, like, bone dry. Fine, he was yeah. like, fine. I was just like, is this a rib on behalf of Claudio to his old pal Jake Hager? And Hager does a rock bottom now. Do you mm. see that? Yeah. Eee. He's going to do that in his next MMA fight when he fights a builder. <laughs> <laughs> Lexi Nair asks Hook that since he's undefeated, could a title be in his future? Hook. Says nothing. Hook, Five stars. Hook needs to start saying things. Yeah, but me. when Hook does say things, it's not that good, is it? Oh, he quoted some sort of novel or something the other week. Pretty pants when he got... I can't remember his name when he got him on the sofa. Yeah. Do you remember? Alex Marvez. <sighs> nothing untoward happened, by the way, when he no, said he got No, no, no. Well, I mean, <laughs> we don't know what happened when the cameras went off, but it, well, that, that, I don't... I'm not a fan of him not speaking, and at the moment, I'm not a fan of him speaking. I like him in the ring, when he's in the, for the whole five seconds he's in there, but make him a thespian, you cowards. Yeah, something like whoa, like Sergio Mel. Yeah, that's, all, that's, oh, all, that's yeah. sort of cadence. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Have I'm hooked. Out Will he be having a title match? <laughs> Verily, uh, Thunderstorm have their own T-shirts, even though Tony supposedly wants the title still. Mm. Britt Baker and Jamie Hader make their triumphant return and bring out a sandbag because that's what you use when there's Get a thunderstorm. It? Yeah. They, they actually deal with the water rising yes. up. A sandbag. And because Tony and Marina Shafir. Yes. Sandbag. Get it? Yes. Get it? You know, I think we all decided that one move, one move. <laughs> what was I saying beforehand about, oh, Natalia sits up after one thing and suddenly we're right in the storylines. 
Brit walks away after giving Shivani the sandbag and says, wait, it says, try carrying that for a month. Get it? Thunder Rosa says, can't wait to bury you with it. Get it? This was rubbish. <laughs> it was rubbish. <laughs> but to be fair, I think Thunder Rosa... Ro- Thunder Rosa? Thunder Rooster. Kaka. <laughs> 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 I think new, she knew Pokemon. <laughs> she proved that one to be true, though, because she gave Maria Shafir some bread. <laughs> Yeah, they broke Don't bread. Remember, yeah, yeah, they literally broke bread. That's the way apologizing it. Here's some Here's bread. Some bread. Sorry yeah. for sandbagging you. Next time we should like really go into it because oh, I apologize. I gave us some potatoes. <laughs> I think yeah. we were saying uh, we just wanted it to be like a loaf of harvest. <laughs> oh, sliced already. Slice it in half. Oh, I spent a quid on this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this was. Bad. Yeah. I don't know. It's bad. These, these type of things are very common in AEW, like Christian or the Young Bucks say these insider stuff. But the big difference is the crowd always go wild whenever those mm. those lads do it. But these people doing it, it was just like, oh, yeah, that thing. By and that large, thing though, that happened. I don't know if I'm right in saying this, but it feels like I am. But by and large, it's not like insider terminology, like that sort of stuff. It's always like insider references, like if you know wrestling, law, like yeah. you know, mm. Brian Pillman and whatnot. It's not like... I think it happened a few mean? times. I can't remember the top, the top of my head, but... Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, though. Yeah. I, do know I don't know mean. if I'm right or not. I'm probably wrong. I'm always wrong. You're always right. You're always wrong. What are you talking about? <laughs> boy. First, uh, last name right, first name always. Serena Deeb. This is not Matthew. Uh, Matthew Wright. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Okay. I've got a few seconds. <laughs> Where is he now? <laughs> Serena Deeb defeated Anna Jay with Serenity Lock in Anna Jay's hometown. And in front of Anna Jay's family. Yeah. <laughs> Have the bell, Serena won't let go of the hold, which brings out Mercedes Martinez to save the day. Later, Dog is checking in on Anna Jay before her former best friend, Tay Courtney, appears. Anna turns into a child when she says, well, at least I didn't slam Ruby's hand into the door. <laughs> Tay says, well, if you did, you might be on TV more. Which is a weird thing for her to say, because since she's aligned with Sammy Guevara... I've written it down there, haven't I? Yeah. Tay then says Anna needs to make better choices for her career, just like she did when she went from challenging the AEW Women's title on pay-per-view to not wrestling on TV <laughs> for months. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's injured, but Tay's last AEW match was at Double or Nothing, and she's only wrestled in six matches across all of AEW shows since the turn of the year. Wow. Those are Tyler Bate numbers. Yeah. No way. That's on cage match as well, so it's a verified source it in the is. world of professional yeah. wrestling. So it's, that was a weird thing for her to say, but I guess that's the point since she's a, a dastardly heel these mm. days. She is. Maybe, or maybe it's just nervous, like, who knows? <laughs> so you have to just guess when it comes to these women's segments backstage. God. The match itself, though, Deeb wrestled circles around Anna Jay mm. and did more like pro wrestling showboat and stuff compared to normal, mm. which I thought was I a, love that. A nice she was trying to get the yeah. crowd behind her. Blown kisses to the family good. and whatnot. And then she did this submission, which came third in my move of the week Ooh. where she sat on Anna Jay's the back of Anna Jay's neck while Anna yeah. Jay was sat on the mat and pulled her arms back yeah. it's oh, like, I can't move that but oh that's the did, first time I've ever seen very that very good it makes your back feel nice if you do it properly I guess oh, oh really does it uh, oh, I love a good oh. back crack back crack you know I mean yeah mm. it feels good doesn't it yeah it's like the Canadian backbreaker as well. That's a perfect one. Oh. Whenever I see that move, now, whenever you see that move, mm. no, when I'm watching 1960s wrestling, <laughs> Canadian backbreaker, you see that, you're like, oh, it looks like it feels so good. <laughs> anyway, Jay Cargill isn't worried about these pigeons called Athena Did and Chris Did you say pigeons? Pigeons? I might have been watching it a bit quicker this week, the old AEW. Um, and I swear she said pigeons. Well, they do spread disease, so yeah. that's a good insult. Uh, true. Uh, I apologize if you didn't say pigeons. Uh, Jade, <laughs> ooh, Jade still doesn't like the fact that Layla Gray is there with them. We don't stoke the Hathaway is for the bodies, like Wu Tang are for the children. Yeah. <laughs> I love Stokely so much. He's fantastic. <laughs> and then the main event, in a surprising decision, I oh, thought, man. to show yeah. what I know, the uh, tag 
Triple or nothing tag team title match, three-way dance. Mm -hmm. The Young Bucks defending against Swerve and Keith and Team Taz. Swerve and Keith win the tag titles. Men, I, I, I thought we were going to see one of them go to Team Taz. For some, that was in my mind for the longest time, and I thought it was going to happen. But I'm really happy that they won the. But I think you're forgetting the main question in all of this: Can they coexist? Exactly. Yeah. Can they coexist? Because he had like... the belt. He had the belt, didn't he? Towards the end, exactly. he was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like for the last the last few weeks, Andrew, since a battle royal, which I forget what the battle mm. royal was for. What was it for? Was that not for the interim for the? Yeah, yeah, challenge Moxley. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, during that one, I don't know if you saw it there, Andrew, mm -hmm. Swerve throughout Keith. I did, I and did. since see. then, there's been trust it's issues. Been, yeah. So now with the titles around their waists, can the two of them coexist? Look, it's been a good <laughs> week for Russo-ism. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this big Willie Hobbs in this oh. match. Oh, my God. When he was doing those spine buses at the end, <gasps> my table went, yeah, <laughs> lifted a little bit, because I was <laughs> getting going, so I was. Yeah. And it's frog smash <laughs> as well on Keith. Yeah. Literally, three, half to three quarters of the way across the ring. What a guy. So, what I, was, a man. I was so excited for this because it was big move city. Yeah. And I was so excited going, Team Taz are going to win it. Ricky Stark's going to be the first double champion. I think, is he? I think so. He's obviously he the still, FTW title. Is he yeah. still? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The title has never, de he came the title out has never defended. He's been there for that long and just yeah. sort of blends it's into It's just part of the decoration right now. <laughs> but I was like, they're going to win. They're going to win. There's no way the other ones are going to... Ah, I was gutted. But it was a very good match. It's going to be interesting seeing where they're going. Keith Lee looked great here, mm. doing well, Keith Lee did. stuff and doing a dive out this. Some people have been very critical of Keith Lee. Why? I'm like, because I don't know, just get. Mm. You need to go out more. But uh, Keith Lee looked great, still amazingly able to do the dives over the top rope and everything else like that. Got to hit the cool moves. This was awesome. Young Buck's still getting cheered, even though the cheating bastards, which I'll never understand. <laughs> yeah. That's AW fans for you. But loved it. Nick I would have loved it even it. more if the team I wanted to win won. Because I'd be a big kid watching these things. But overall, though, lovely main event here. Lovely match. Mm. I was going to say, they all had their moments. It was like very like, you have your moment to shine. Now yep. you have your moment. Yeah. And it worked very well. Put together very well, I thought. Um, but Nick Jackson as well at the start with Swerve. That thing over the top row. Oh. I don't know what happened there. It, because the camera didn't really show it. And it, uh. looked, like, it looked like Swerve had just done like a front flip. Kind of like the ricochet thing, you know. Because yeah. he really yeah. likes to do the handstand out of the ring. But it looked like he might have done like a full-on... Full on flip. I enjoyed the part where we saw like all the teams, there was like different members of each team working together to do a move on someone else. So yeah. we saw like different dynamics between like team members. Yeah. I rope, thought that was really both cool. Walking the ropes at the same time. Yeah. And, uh, and then both that was, it was so good. This match was just like, it, it was meant, it was really, really yeah. good. And that little tease at the end there, because you had the tease with Swerve maybe hitting Keith with yeah. a belt. Mm. Then the Bucks came in and cheated. And you're like, oh, well, they won the match, haven't they? Yeah. But they haven't. And then they lost. Because his shoe came off. Yeah. yeah. And when the shoes come off, they always come off. They, but when they come <laughs> off in the title match, yeah. That usually means they're going to lose. I love that they like, battered him and they're like, ah! Oh, <laughs> not the knockoff brand. <laughs> How dare you? They're real Stussy Dunks or whatever. Yeah, remember that from two years ago? Like, look, we've got these really expensive boots there. But trainer Twitter got a hold of them and went, nah, they're oh, the knockoffs. Oh, really? Did that happen? Oh. Remember that? Oh, it was a big state. Obviously, I don't know that much about it, but they, so they were like, haha. Mm. And they're like, oh, that'll be their gimmick. I'm like, is it though? Do they know their bootlegs? This <laughs> is a weird thing. I got a, a control, but. Yeah, what a good week for wrestling, mm. puns, uh, and wrestling from 1998. <laughs> uh, so thank you very much. That was the week of wrestling. Let's move on to the next bit. Let's have a rummage in our mailbags. <laughs> 
Let's have a little look in the mailbag. Ooh. Hey, diddlers. Hey, that's us. <laughs> Insert long-winded... Related <laughs> life... That was a good laugh. Related life story. So my question is, with the average AW Championship reign being on the longer side, and with Moxie... Well, you won't say that for the tag titles. Um, and with Moxie becoming the first multiple champion, who do you think will be the biggest names on the roster that will never hold the belt? Oh. Thank you for your content. Jerry from Georgia. Daniel. Georgia. Thank you very much, Jerry. Would Thank you me. mind putting the AW roster page on the screen so we can look down and not forget any names? Thank you. Oh, I mean, there's, there's so down. many there good names. Uh, you know the first, the first name I thought of? Go on. Pack. Oh. The big one. Yeah. yeah. That's why they invented the AW All-Atlantic title, probably. You think Adam Cole will? I don't think Orange Cassidy will. I don't think he should either. No. I know he's really popular, but But well he's had like really he's had he he had that um the world title match with Pac and Kenny Omega, didn't he? Yeah. And it was really, that really was a good too. And that was almost that it almost felt like he was gonna get it at one point too. Yeah. Billy Gunn. But, I mean <laughs> Look at that picture there, Billy Gunn. Good Gun. God. Um, oh, what about Andrade? Uh, Andrade, yeah. Yeah. I think Danielson will eventually. Yeah. yeah. Buddy uh, Matthews, I don't think, will. No. Christian Cage no. won't. Could we see Cesaro getting the big one in nah. AEW? Oh, it would be interesting. It would be interesting. I think Hook will be someone that'll just be like an Orange Cassidy role where he'll be yeah. popular outside of it. I mean, like a Dan Housing type, but he'll never get it. Mm. God, Dar I hope Eddie Kingston wins it eventually. Darby? Yeah, me too. Eddie should do. Darby? Nah, Darby won't. Darby won't, I don't think. Fuego? Hager should. No, <laughs> after last night's after performance. Last night, actually, yeah. Aye. Put those matches Thinking up about those it. five star promos. That's a world champion. There. Deeply won't appreciate him uh, as a tag team too much. What do we reckon Keep about Jungle Boy? Jungle Boy will. His, yeah. He's one of the four uh, pillars. He's one of the four pillars, yeah. You know, actually, true. I think that's a good thing. I don't, mm. I don't think he will. But... No. You don't think he will? If Tony Khan's current thing is, okay, I'm going to be dealing with you until someone newer and cooler comes along, yeah. I think Jungle Boy's going to be one of those class of 2019 lads. That we've seen who's just not going to be there. Okay. Oh. I would love to be proved wrong because mm. I think he's mint, but mm. Luchasaurus won't. Yeah. Unless he, I think if he loses his mask, he could do. No, I'll, I want him to keep the mask. Yeah, I know it's me nice, too. but I like not... the dinosaur. <laughs> I know, but nice. we're, we're saying if they're going to be a world champion, I don't think a world champion can be called Luchasaurus, can they? I'm sounding like a 50 year old sad act, <laughs> aren't I? Yeah, that's exactly what Cornette's thing was about El yeah. Generico being like a headliner for Ring of Honor and being the champion. He's like, well, well, not the champion, but just headlining. He's like, his name's El Generico. And he goes, ole, for his promos. <laughs> what are you supposed to do with this? <laughs> Max Caster as world champion. Oh, that's where it's at. Miro is... Oh, oh. Miro will. Do you think he will? He's been booked that strong. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. He's taken down God, for goodness sake. I think Miro could win it next week. <laughs> Malachi Black, do we think he ever will? He probably should do. I think he should do. I think Malachi Black would be one of those things like, uh-oh, everyone else is injured. Malachi Black could be someone. I really want the whole entire House of Black to have each of the belts. Yeah. I mean, in terms of talent, Ray Fenix. Yeah. It. He won't. But... No, he won't. Powerhouse might. Powerhouse. Because we're thinking about what we're talking about AW like in years to come. Sammy mm. Guevara. Sammy Guevara. Oh, that's a good show. He probably will. Mm. Um... Sean Dean's still there. Yes. Yeah, the captain. The cap captain. Aye, aye. Sean Spears. I would love the butcher to win it because I love how oh, cool he looks. Oh, he's not. He's the, he's, 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 he's a match win make now. The, make the butcher a heel and have him be like a proper 80s like old-fashioned throwback that heel. That'd be yeah. amazing, that. Wardlow, I don't think he will. No. I th uh, I think he's like, you know how like, I, Kane would be someone I that they'd know. use if everything else is like, uh oh, yeah. big, Gabby. Mm. Wardlow would be a guy to like, oh, open challenge time and Wardlow come out. But to be fair, Wardlow can't really talk, can he? Well, I mean, 
you he know. loves talking about how much he dislikes MJF for real, uh, real. This time. Is that real, real, is it? I, you know what? The whole thing I've lost it. Everyone's you know, moved on because wrestling news cycle, but it seems weird that he'd now come out and say that he doesn't like him for real, real. And I'm like, mm. yeah, but you're being serious now. Like, mm. it's also odd. Anyway, that was nice. Yeah, that just was. about 50 champions there. Yeah, for the, next, the next 20 years, sort of. <laughs> Fiverr, well earned. Afternoon, chaps. How does it feel to have my dream job? This is not my main question. I have been listening to you guys the past couple of years now after getting back into wrestling in 2018. Loving the excellent content, especially the podcast, as I listen to them on my four-hour journey to and from work each week. Bloody hell. Ooh. Prior to 2018, I watched WWE as a 10, 11-year-old in 08, 09. Not a long period, I know, but it was a huge part of my life at this time. I then stopped watching when I discovered the outside. <laughs> when I returned to wrestling in 2018, one of the things that shocked me the most about the 10-year period I missed was that the streak had been broken. Not only that, but it was broken by someone I'd never even watched wrestle before. I had just missed out on the Ruthless Aggression era, so never got to see Brock Lesnar. Also up there was the fact that the re-champion was this random southern bloke with the haircut of a middle-aged white woman. <laughs> I talk about AJ Styles, of course. Oh, thank you for narrowing it down. <laughs> I always, sorry, I was always a casual fan, so I had no idea who this guy was. So my period, sorry, so my question to you is: Has there ever been a time where you stopped following wrestling for a period, and if so, what was the strangest thing you discovered happened on your return to wrestling? Cheers for all the content, boys. Much love. Former Wigan Athletic striker Hugo uh, Rodagella, <laughs> aka Oscar from Edinburgh. Thank you very much, Oscar. So uh, we've all covered how we've all had little bits off. I don't think you have, have you? I was able to watch wrestling because my dad went, no, we don't want to watch it. So I read Power Slam magazine every uh... month. And Power Slam magazines are a very good way of getting to know what's happening, some cynical opinions. But they didn't really explain to me, because they assumed everyone's watching the TV, right? Uh, who this new guy, he was a champion called JBL. <laughs> and they would show pictures of him. I'm like, no, but who is this? <laughs> who is this? And then one time they typed him just in Bradshaw, Leafield, and I went, I know this is Bradshaw, but who is this and why is he champion? <laughs> like, it blew my mind from Brad and it was a very quick period of dumping uh Farouk and then he shaved his face and then stopped dyeing his hair and then was suddenly fume of Eddie Guerrero for the world title. <laughs> and then fast forward a month and he was world champion. Mm. Couldn't get over that. <laughs> Still insane looking back in hindsight. Obviously, he made it the most of it. He was good, though, wasn't he? Yeah. He was good. I mean, the first few months didn't look great, but then, yeah, towards the end, it's like, oh, yeah, good old JBL. Mm. Just like, <laughs> Brian Shaw's the champion. <laughs> All right, okay. What about you, Ross? Uh, my spell away came from like 06 ish, well, 07 ish, I should probably say, until the Arsenal 2011 when Kane brought his mask back, and then the Royal Rumble 2012 was my way back in for some reason. Oh. So uh, the main one was obviously the anonymous uh, general manager, that entire <laughs> thing, and how that ended oh, up. No. So oh. obviously, Hornswoggle. And yeah. Your math, well, Matthew, Matthew's real life friend, Hornswoggle, <laughs> former Royal General Manager. <laughs> my, my, my real life friend. <laughs> so, probably that one, yeah. Obviously, the. I remember being in physics class one, what was it, June afternoon and the Benoit thing mm. happening yeah. in the classroom live as it broke over here in the UK. So that was obviously a weird thing as well. Yeah. But well, watch what you say, oh, hello, Jericho 5K. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. But then an L. He made it anyway. his family, for goodness sake. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my my, <laughs> my drop-off was, was a, a large period because uh, I got into music and stuff. So just before I went to college so 2010 2009 2010 until about maybe 2016 
um, I was like off it for the longest time. So yeah, like what Ross said, all the raw GM stuff, which to this day still confuses me sometimes trying to go back and figure out what was going on there was a strange thing. And then still being kind of like not sort of, sort of looking here and there, but not being like super uh, on it every week. The streak thing completely just obliterated me. I was like, how is this even a thing? Obliterated. And the way he did, because like, because when you're a kid, that's that's one of the things, right? They always build up how big the, the streak is and how much of a thing that you would assume they'd keep the legacy of that for the whole entire run of The Undertaker's career, wouldn't you? And then to hear like, oh, it's been ended by Brock Lesnar. It was it was actually one of the one of the shocking things that made me go, oh, maybe I should uh, dip my dip my toe back in again and, and kind of see what's going on. Because this sounds too it sounds too unreal for my mind to comprehend, but it was real and I was sad. Yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, hello to all. I hope the day is well. Recently, I've been enjoying Michael Cole in his current run as a commentator. He seems to be enjoying his work more than ever, and it shows each and every show since Pat McAfee has joined the SmackDown commentary team. My question is, what is your favorite and least favorite Michael Cole moment? Thanks for all, and I hope you have a splendid day. Chris from Lacey, Washington. Thank you, Chris. Cheers, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Best moment. <coughs> no Way Out 2004, Brock versus Eddie, and Eddie's coming to the ring, and Michael Cole, I forget the first bit of it, but it's something on the lines of Eddie's been through hell. He's had to rebuild his life and his career back. Tonight, will there be a way out for Eddie Guerrero? And it was like, Michael Cole said that? <laughs> wow, all right. And it was uh, really made for what well, an amazing moment and match. Uh, I'll give him all the credit in the world for that. Because it was like, wow, Michael Cole can really pull, it, pull the strings mm. when he needs to. Uh, worst heel Michael Cole. Yeah. 2011. Oh, I thought WrestleMania was good. Oh. <laughs> what? It wasn't long uh, enough. Uh, uh. It wasn't long enough. Um, about yourself, Ross. Well, since you've taken that one for the worst, I'll throw in there for the love of mankind. Well, sorry, for the uh, love of mankind, as you look back at the replay and yeah. same reading. And one for me that sticks out is um, Triple H's entrance. Was it for the, the match with Batista? Or maybe it was, I'm getting my ears mixed up here, right. maybe. And he just, there was silence from the commentary team after this amazing entrance happens. And he's like, wasn't that so cool, guys? <laughs> it's like, in that moment there, the fact you said that might look cool means it's not. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks for ruining it. Um, but best one, obviously, Brian at WrestleMania 30 sticks out. Mm. The what the, Even before Pat, yeah. um, the lockdown episode when he was on commentary with Triple H. That, and that was oh, really, the one. one of mine there. Yeah. I think, Sorry, Andrew. No, it's all right. <laughs> I, think he, uh, I think more recently, obviously, he's, been, he's said it himself, he's been reinvigorated by having mm. Pat and everyone on there. So that, like, the, the, I got the memory of a goldfish me. So those <laughs> ones kind of stick out to me quite a bit because, I mean, in a... In a in a time where you can't feed off the energy of the crowd and what's going on, I think he brought a lot of... I think he's really good, you know. I, th I think he's really good at building up the stories and kind of recapping what's what's yeah. happened and before going into, like, a big match so you kind of caught up if you've missed anything sort of thing. So I think he's, he's really good at that. And all those sort of moments stick out, especially the fun he had with Triple H and whatnot. Mm -hmm. the, worst, the worst ones are when he was heel. Like, insufferable. Yeah. But I get, like... That's what a heel's supposed to be like, right? It but must, maybe it's yeah, insufferable but to the point of where it's like... Unwatchable. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Okay, cool, I'm switching off the telly now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It must be unbearable as well having that job for that long. Like the, mm. the Vince McMahon commentary role where all you need to do is get the slogans across and yeah. this mm. event's coming up and here's this buzzword and this catchphrase. Because it seems that that's sort of gone away for a bit now that Pat's come. Because obviously yeah. Michael's made a, a big thing about how Pat's... Reinlighted the fire... <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Pat's love yeah. is Maggle's only desire. It's the young dog teaching the old dog new tricks. Yeah, but it seems that that like Vince McMahon like being there in his ear, making him deaf in one ear, legitimately. Right. <laughs> that seems to have lessened off a bit. And he's just having a good time with his pallet ringside. Yeah. So yeah. that's the best move they've done in many years for the comedy. Yeah, definitely. I agree. What a lovely question. Yeah. Yes. A lovely mailbag section. If you have any mailbag thoughts, queries, or stories you just want to say because you're bored out of your mind, we understand. Please, please, please send them to mailbag at Gotholic. Dot com. <laughs> oh, pleasure. <laughs> that was really odd, that. Recess, 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 Ah, wrist piss. Hello, lad, uh, hello, lads of the pod, he's with me, you say. Big fan of the podcast and the channel in general. As with many who seem to seem to write in, I've been along for the ride since the name redacted days and catch the podcast every week and most of the news videos. I occasionally skip some if I haven't watched a certain show and think there may be spoilers afoot. Ooh, I like someone who uses afoot in a sentence. This is particularly inspired by an old debate I used to see come up now and again back in the archaic wrestling forum days. Ooh, this is one for me. Below, I'll give you two wrestlers from the mid slash lower card of the Attitude Era. I would then like you to look at the careers of both as you knew it from that period as I mentioned, a specific error, and tell me who you think would be easier to turn around the booking of to make them into a credible main event threat or talent, even if it is just for half a year run in that realm. Feel free to mention how you think it could be done or just say a name and move on to the next. So okay. We'll be, we'll be given a name and we, yeah. in a period of time. Yeah. After what happened from that point onwards, how which one would be easier to make a main event? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of makes sense. Uh We'll go through Fast's thought first. You, you, you. Mm-hmm. Albert or Maven? Maven. 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 Drop yeah. kick the Undertaker. Yep. Yeah. What did Albert ever do? 2004, <laughs> five time. He was a main eventer. Yeah. Spider Series. He was Spider Series. Maven's like, got the shot. All right. Maven, Night Raw. He was Coachman's main guy. Yeah. He had the sass. He could have been it. Albert had less than Maven. Yeah. A lot less. Yeah, Maven would have been easy. Road Dog or Al Snow? Oh. Ooh. Uh, Road Dog. Yeah, Road Dog. Uh, Road Dog was one of the biggest stars of that period. Yeah, 99. No matter what they tell you. Yeah, 99. Yeah. And Al Snow was a guy. <laughs> Joey Abs or Funaki? Funaki? Uh, As a main eventer? Well, yeah, Funaki. Uh, I, I think so. Joey Abs. Rodney, I always thought Rodney was the worst of the, the, the three. I know you called them the three horsemen there. <laughs> <laughs> the worst That's of the all they do one year. They'll induct Oli as one of the Mean Street Posse. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought Rodney was by far and away the worst wrestler of the three, which I know is a hard thing. Mm. They always stuck out to me. So, But no, we'll go Funaki. Had the I crack. think the crowd would be behind Funaki. The charisma, yeah. Wouldn't they? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, as long as he always has the APA with him. Yeah. I'm sorry for the title shots. Uh, Gangrel or Val Venus? Oh. Oh. There's no time period there mentioned for Val Venus. Mm. That's crucial, isn't it? Is it porn star? Is it like 2000 trance loving oh, Val Venus? Serious Val Venus. <laughs> Is it oh. Chief Morley? No. Oh. God, no. I guess Val Venus. I, I, I can't I think see. Val Venus. Val Venus was much better on the mic than Gangrel, but yeah. there's no way I could see, like, I'm the top star around here. Porn star. That, I, I can't see how it, working. He'd have the towel. He'd have the belt on underneath oh. the towel, and then he'd like dance it off. And his cock. And then his willy. Below. Like... Want to kiss the ten pounds of gold? <laughs> yeah, uh, that'd be fun, but I can't see it. But Gangrel, mm. like I'm a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they played into it and goes, I, I beat Lutez. 
<laughs> I wrestled in the the Greek Roman Empire. <laughs> that, that, imagine that storyline. That'd be yeah. pretty good. Yeah. 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 I'm saying Valvina. I'll say oh, Valvina. I'm sticking with Valvina. Four for goodness sake. I want 10,000 year old Gangrel. <laughs> <laughs> I've done everything else in the world. Now I'm going to become a champion of wrestling. Uh, Midian, Ministry of Darkness era. Or Kurgan, Oddities era. Oh. Oh. As a kid, I loved Midian, I was but gonna, it was rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. Looking back at it, oh, a Kurgan is at least huge, and so. he had good music. He did. Yeah, I want to the greatest show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that two things going for him. Yeah, yeah, a Kurgan. He had the Jackal for a bit, but I guess yeah. it's not in the oldies era. But yeah, we'll bring the Jackal back. He was a big back. boy. Yeah, yeah. ICP ninety eight. I'll help him get a headline run. Good view with the ministry. <laughs> <laughs> D'Lo Brown. Or Bill Buchanan, right oh. to censor error or regular bull. Oh, don't let me choose between D'Lo Brown and Bill Buchanan. I'm going to say D'Lo. Bossman here is the real bull. <laughs> but I will say D'Lo. Yeah. You look at the real deal now. Yeah. Kick your sorry ass down the street. <laughs> I love D'Lo now, where he just goes to like fish and chip shops in England. It's like, this yeah. one's good. Him and Gangrel From love... Helsinki, <laughs> D'Lo Brown. Him and Gangrel love the Weatherspoons. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Dan Grell straight to hell many months ago, by the way. He gets a Stella and a oh, Fish sorry. and Chips, was it? I can't remember what it was. I remember that, yeah. Mm, yeah. I, think it's, I think it's the only place they trust. They all go back home and say, what's England like? Because, oh, only eat a Weatherspoons, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's spotted dick for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, D'Lo Brown. And Valvinus appears. <laughs> 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 Big Boss Man or Viscera. Well, Big Boss Man was headlining for a bit. Yeah, Big Boss Man. And it was a great period of time, late 99. So was Mabel. Yeah, what, oh, King of the Ring. No. King of the Ring. <laughs> oh, two great periods. Mm. I'll go boss man. I'll go boss 80s man. 80s boss man. Oh, not yeah. Not 90s. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah. Mm. Blue shirt boss man. Blue yeah. shirt boss. Oh, he the was best. the best. Yeah. Brian Christopher or Scotty Too Hotty? Oh. Scotty Too Hotty? I think I'd say. Scotty, because then he can go, I'm going to be the. W O R L D champion. <laughs> I think do the thing. He's, yeah. he's, he's booked it. Yeah, I'll go with that one. Yeah. That one moment. There's no, there's no beating that. Yeah. <laughs> Pete Gas or Rod. More Main Street Posse. Oh, oh Pete Gas. Pete Roddy's Gass, the worst. Yeah, yeah Pete Gas is the boy. Imagine being the worst bit of Main Street Posse. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Blackman or Hardcore Holly. Oh, oh now we're talking. That is a Bobby Dazzler. Oh. He's pure hard. They're both are. Steve but... Blackman, I reckon. No, Big Shot, Bob Holly was an amazing few mm. months. All right. Oh, my God, Undertaker's come to the ring. Oh, Baron Austin. Here comes Kane. Big Show's here. And Bob Holly. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? It's like, I'm a Big Shot. Oh, oh such a good game. Royal Rumble. Was it 03 or 04? 04. 04 means the answer is Steve Blackman. <laughs> <laughs> That's a valid point. We'll move on. Tacker or The Godfather? Oh, Taka. Taka, yeah. Oh, I'll put the Godfather. We flirted. Really? He was the most overdue for a while. And obviously because I mean, of the women, yeah. but. <laughs> and iced tea. Grab your, your bitches. Pimpin' ain't pimpin' ain't easy, man. Yeah. Article from the I rest. I remember his like, main event promo. He comes to the ring and talks to him. It's the start of Raw. What's he going to say? <laughs> this is Sandra. Hey! <laughs> Mosh or Thrasher? <laughs> Uh, I've got no idea. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, go on. Mosh. Oh, yeah, Mosh. Because Mosh went into Chaz, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So what did Thrasher do? And Beaver Cleavage. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Beaver Cleaver. Beaver Cleaver? Beaver Cleavage. Beaver Cleavage. Beaver Cleavage. Beaver Cleavage. With his mom. 
with the big breasts. And it was like, do you remember this 1950s American TV show? No. no. And if I did, I'd hate this. <laughs> I don't know what Thrasher did. They always said Dennis the, the Menace. They always said the Thrasher was the better wrestler, though. I don't know where I picked that up from, but it's some sort of podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I don't know I could pick up. I never really watched the headbangers for the, the star quality. Yeah. Well, they just jump into each other, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> and he had that, was it the Mosh Pit, which is a powerbomb leg drop combo? Yes. That I've never seen anyone else yeah. do. Hmm. Apparently because it's really terrifying taking top rope leg drops. I imagine it is. I bet it is. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Richards, right to censor error or regular Stevie or X-Pac. Oh, Stevie, Stevie Richards, Richards, right to censor era. No, oh, no. it's so Wax good. Sucks. <laughs> Fashionista Jim Ross, not appreciating the white socks, the black trousers. I think Xbox might be even more hated than right to center during that period of time. So mm. I'll take him. Yeah, I know. I think I, I'm uh, sticking with Stevie Richards, right to censor. Yeah. So good. Damn, white socks. <laughs> and because I can't get the female part of the roster, Tori or Luna. Oh, through the prestigious 98 women's division. Um, oh, and Tori was horrible. Yeah. Not like as a wrestler, sorry. Not, not as a human. I was going to say, yeah, Luna, Luna Vachon was... a human when you said that. It's a good point to make. Yeah, Tori was rubbish, but Luna Vachon... I like all of the gimmick and style. Yeah. yeah. I could do some of her, yeah. so to speak. Um, the Cat or Deborah? Oh. <sighs> not for oh. the five-star bangers here, lads. Yeah. It always impressed me how on the early SmackDown games, they both wrestled in heels. Yeah. That's, they did, that's they did a... really well. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Did really well. Uh, uh, I'd say the, the cat. I'd say the cat. Did, did the cat do more wrestling? I think it's safe to say. Deborah was more of a valet. Yeah. Calling it wrestling. I know what I'm. Mean. Yeah. Subjective mm. term. More uh, physical action. Confrontation. Yeah. Yeah. It's a photo finish, but yeah. Physical yeah. exertion. Yes. <laughs> jazz or Nicole Bass. Jazz, jazz. all day long. Absolutely. Jazz. So good, Jazz. Mm. <laughs> keep up the good work, and I'll keep listening in. Oh, and if you're still ticking off locations for your map of the US, we are, we are. This email's coming to you from Connecticut, up the northeast part of the country. Cheers. John Carr. Thank you very much, John Carr. Thank yeah, you. Mom, Connecticut in the you, northeast. You posh bastard. You posh bastard. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for that. Uh, thank you very much for your recent pieces. If you have any others to send to us, please, please, please send them to mailbag at collect.com. And please put in the little header that it's a wrist piss. Mm. Makes our life a lot easier. Mm. We appreciate that. Piss. Mm. It's Cultaholics. The question. Ah, what, what a lovely return to form, I'd like to say. <laughs> <laughs> Quite braggadociously, you know, I think about it. Uh, we've got a little bit left of this lovely podcast, but before we do, let's say a big shout out to our producers for the podcast. Reno2200. Way. Uh, Noah Anderson. 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 And Nick Harabi. Harabi. There we go. Love the chemistry. Thank you very much for the producers. You magnificent bastards, you. Thank you. The big question this week, lads. Who is the best wrestler of the half year 2022? We are past the halfway line now. Mm -hmm. It's now more second half of the year. We're now on mm. Dolph Ziggler, miserable bastard <laughs> mode. Dolph Ziggler, good bastard mode. So... We're having a look now, seeing all these fantastic matches we've seen, the bangers, the clangers, the ding-dong battles, as you've put in these lovely notes, Ross. Who have you got as your wrestler of the half year? Oh, We're only out to say book. one name as well. One, one name. name. One name and one name only. Oh, you have to nail God. your flag to their mast. Steady on Wade Barrett. We'll get my mast out. <laughs> what? I, I am captain. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I had one pick. I think I know mine. Go on, go on. And I think it's Konosuke. 
Takeshita. Takeshita? Yeah. Oh, that's a good I think I think he's just been like every... So since coming to AEW, obviously, I think a lot of people have sort of slept on him because we didn't really know who he was if we didn't watch DDT and whatnot. Um, and I think he's just absolutely pulled it out of the bag to the point where we do nothing but cheering. Like we said in the John Moxley match, right? Like Moxley kicked out of a move. And it and people were like, boo, don't do that, boo. Like he, mm. every time he's in the ring, is so good, and he, he's he's got such a finesse. He's like, what is he? Twenty six years old, I think. Yeah. He's, but he's been in the ring for like I think ten years. They say like he started um, at sixteen, and like what what where's he gonna go from there? He's just gonna go up, isn't he? Straight up the on that mast. Way is up, yeah. yeah. Well, well right said. up the mast. So yeah, he's on down the totem pole, he's, as we learned. That's right. <laughs> yeah. that yes. We know they always say the, the worst one's at the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah. Well, we've learned on the podcast that that's actually the other way around. It's yeah. wrong. You have to be at the top of the totem pole to be worst. At the bottom would be the best. Yeah, it's reverse oh, order. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah, you live and learn there, Andrew. Yep. You live and learn. Tikesh, this is my boy. That's a very good he's pick. You've got bottom of the totem pole. Fantastic. Mm. Who have you got? Daxley Hardwood. Oh, that's a good one as well. Daxley Hardwood. Not Hardwood, Hardwood. Uh, I don't know what you even say here. I mean, should maybe get his matches up because I can't yeah. remember. Uh, he, he had that banger with Pack. Yeah. Cage Banger match. and Pack. It's a popular British banger, dish. Banger and Pack. We all <laughs> love that. Yeah, that, I remember that being like, wow, this guy really is a good singles because he really gets a chance to do so. He had the, uh, was it against Adam Cole as well in the Bret Hart thing? Yeah, that, oh, that, yeah. that was good really show. Good. Yeah, that was one that was mint. The FDR tag matches this year. Will Ospreay was the one I yes. forgot about. Yes. Oh my God, that the was singles so match. Good. Shoved him and yeah. shoved him. The yeah. singles match against Cash Wheeler. Uh, yeah, the, mm. the Bret Hart tribute, but then he went, How dare you say that? Even though I was like, Yeah, come on. Yeah. The come other on, masturbatory Bret Hart match against CM Punk. Mm. Yep. Uh, the pack one oh, we've mentioned. Match, yeah. Oh, no, that's, that's it for this year. What about these? Uh, that's enough. <laughs> and uh, just obviously because there's so many matches, just by me, FTR tag. Matches. Oh. Who did they wrestle at um, Forbidden Door? Uh, it was uh, the three way for it was the Rapunzel Vice and um, United Empire. United Empire. Empire. That's yeah. it. That was really yep. good. Do it. That's it. It's got it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't do the other thing. Great, O'Connor. Do <laughs> there's no, there's um, no strippers here. Um, I don't know what else to say. That's, that's a yeah, hell of a pick, mate. Just him. That, yeah, that's a very you've got, good pick. You've got to say somebody different. <laughs> I know you get, um, <laughs> and somebody preferably are, from Dury. So we're not again, I'd love to say Park just to be one of those lads, <laughs> but I'll say Banga Bella. Yeah. Oh, that's a good shout as well. Oh, it's either her or Becky Lynch because Be uh, Banga Bella's just been mint. Mm. I think I haven't seen her do anything that I've gone. Oh, that was only all right. Mm. Nah, she's mint even if she's having these mint matches with Becky Lynch. Having mint ma matches when she's just oh, two versus do drop. Yeah, near bother, pal. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she's just getting such a great natural. Positive reaction from the crowd. Mm. And because it's so hard for WWE sometimes. Brian Abbott's had a good point where he went, you know, as it say something about Vince and WWE when they have a really hard time writing somebody who's just nice? Because are they all just miserable people backstage? <laughs> Obviously, Vince is doing horrible stuff, allegedly. But when you get someone like Banker Bear coming out that's naturally being nice and not like kissing the ass or anything like that, and crowd like, yeah, you're min. It's like, oh, good. Sometimes this can just, it makes it look so easy. Mm. Um, to bubbling under would be Beggy because. It's only because she was a bit rubbish when she came back, I thought. But now she's back to being Ooh. Becky. Becky, good Two person. Belts. Becky, good person. <laughs> Couldn't think, try to think of anything making me feel good. <laughs> Becky, brilliant. Oh, those are, uh, yeah. So I've had, uh, yeah. In terms of consistency, because obviously there's been uh, people have had amazing matches and things like that. Yeah. In terms of consistency, yes. Mm. That was a good pick. Do you have a. You know what we should do? Go on. We should defer the actual picking of the winner 
to the comments section to drive up interaction. <gasps> That's a mint idea. And so we don't have to name it ourselves. Um, so, I mean, you already done it, haven't you? Because you logged on the podcast, you saw, you logged yeah. on YouTube, sorry, you saw the title, you just put it down there before you even watched the show, didn't you? Didn't you? I see you. Yeah. But if you haven't done that, just say either Andrew's right with uh, Takeshita, or I'm right with Dax Harwood, or Matthew is right with Bianca Belair. And then yeah. we'll count them. Andrew will count them next week. I'll count or, them next or, week. Or people halfway through the podcast have now nominated that blokey from Bar Loco. He's a and she goes, what a man. So I will see who's got the most votes, oh. and then that'll be the half wrestler, the, the wrestler of the half year. Wrestler mm. of the half year. Yeah. Wrestler of the half life. <laughs> the mud blood. I don't know. The, the mud blood. The mud blood. The muggles. Yeah. Yeah. Potter? Those were all words. Aye. Ah, oh, we could debate that for another hour and a half, but we're not. We'll probably save that for another video just soon. Mm-hmm. Maybe, possibly. Uh, but for now, we'll put a, a not at the end of this lovely bow that we've had for the last few hours. Andrew, what yeah. have you got until next time, even if you are next week or not? You know what I mean? Yeah. Just say what you're doing. Um, I, The next episode of Lost Wrestling Media should be finished by... Well, we're recording this on Thursday, so Friday, so it should be finished tomorrow. So we'll see if it goes up over the weekend. So I'm looking forward to that. And then other than that, just streaming on the Monday, doing some Resident Evil 7. So look out for that too on twitch.tv forward slash cultaholic at 6 p.m. What about yourself, Ross? Um, I've not got much because I've just been, I've written two scripts this week that are for videos that I'll shoot next week because a lot of my time was taken up doing Jack stuff this week. Oh, yeah. What a good job you've uh, done, Ross. Thank, thank you. you. Hey, thank you very much. Hey. I put my body on the line for you people at home. But so, yeah, I've got out this weekend. What about you? <laughs> Bless you, pal. Um, me and Tom return, finally, after a few weeks off, obviously being ill and stuff, uh, with a Colorado Classic Smackdown review. I'll uh, be streaming more of Dynamite Kid's book, Ooh. which is on a Sunday evening, which is way more entertaining than you think it'd be because he does not mince his words. Wait, believe it or not, right? Really? Yeah. Can you believe it? <laughs> Thank you. have got plenty to say, especially about the hearts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, he loves them. And also injecting Davy Boy Smith with milk as a rib. With uh, milk? With milk. What? So we dubbed him Dairy Boy Smith. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Oh. <laughs> Wrestling. He's trying to shoot his wife as well. I shouldn't forget about that. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we've got time for, folks. Patreon.com forward slash coldaholic for the Hall of Fame and mailbag at coldaholic.com for your thoughts, Reese's Pieces, queries, and just general love letters. But we're going to end this lovely podcast by pointing at Andrew Ross, man behind the camera, Mr. Dan Hebel. And we'll point at this and say the things that we like to say at the end of every podcast on the count of three, which is one, two, three... Join us. <laughs> Couldn't think of anything. Yeah. Come. That's what I'm going to suggest. Two on three. One, two, three. Come. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 